Welcome, welcome, welcome to the PNR podcast. I am your host, as always, Michael B. Proud. And today I have a special guest with me, as I said I would. Lethal, say hi to the people, Lethal. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, glad to be back, of course. And uh, yeah, looking forward to our topics tonight. That's what's up. Um, I know that I said, uh, when did I even say this? <laughs> Was it last week? I don't know. I said at some point, hey, you know, we're going to do uh, movies that we think suck. And uh, I had a few lined up. I'm sure he did. But then uh, something happened where Lee, you know, he caught a caught what the headlines were saying and uh, he wasn't too happy about it so we decided to uh, flip the script on that so um we will revisit that another day uh don't get me wrong but uh we're gonna just do current events so there's no legitimate title for this episode it's just current events second week of uh april 2021 and um this is now the podcast is now at a, a stevie y amount of episodes at 19 I'm sure he probably wanted me to use some Bruins great, but uh, I went with the Red Wings on this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little upset about that, man. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> you gotta understand is is uh, Stevie Wise probably one of my faves, like uh, ever. Like it's like him and Fedorov, man. I, I love both of those guys, so I had to had to go with them. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna blame you. <laughs> Hell, even for 20 in, in my head, uh, I'm gonna go with Barry Sanders. Got to. Oh, that's my dude. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, you're the people out there are already getting a preview of what I'm going to, because, like, you know, ever since episode 16, when I picked Joe Montana, I'm, you know, I'm going with, going with the greats and no greater 20 than I can think of than Barry Sanders. So, (laughs) I appreciate the 16 shout out. Obviously, 49, (laughs) you know that. Um, But Barry, that's my dude. You know, like, grew grew up loving Barry Sanders. So, oh, everybody did. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the meat of this episode, uh, who do you pick, Joe or Steve? Um, that's a good question because I was more of a <laughs> it just how young I was. So, you know, I was more of a Steve Young. That's kind of oh. when I was um, kind of paying attention to the Niners a little bit more, just because I was like, what was I like six? No, that like, that makes that makes a ton of sense because um, I barely remember Joe Montana with the Niners. Because right. I was, you know, I was born in 84. So it's like I remember the Super Bowl against the Bengals and then, you know, the few years he had left with them after that. And then it's like in a flash, he was already like in Kansas City. It was like, whoa. Right. <laughs> I remember him in Kansas City a little bit more than I do as a Niner, where I remember Steve Young winning a championship against the Chargers. But, yeah. you know, I was a young kid. And that's kind of like when I knew. Um, you know, I, I kind of was more aware of the players on the Niners teams, but um, it, like Joe, obviously you get a lot of highlights and all that stuff. So yeah, of course I love Joe, um, but Steve was more, I think the time I was growing up and I remember playing on the playground, you know, and playing Jerry Rice or Steve Young, depending on what position you were playing. <laughs> but that was just, a, that's what we did. See, uh, uh, I would, even though, you know, you had, you, saw live you saw steve young live more i would still go with joe though because think about what he did for your franchise though oh absolutely during that golden age of the for the 90s and the 80s yeah he 
he won all those championships and you can't take that away from him. But See, um, that, that, that's why I'd appreciate him more because it four to one. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's more of a memory thing, but uh, yeah, I, I probably put Joe above Steve, but I mean, you can't take anything away from Steve Young. He was great quarterback too for the Niners. So, you, you know what, else, you know, what's really strange about the Niners though. Um, they go, they go to a championship. They are a Super Bowl rather. And then they, they lose. And then it's like they they want to jettison their quarterback like right away. So you ne- you never have that during during the Joe and the Steve years because I you know they only went to their their super respective Super Bowls and won them. But with uh, Kaepernick and uh, Jimmy G now, it's like okay, we go to a Super Bowl, we lose, let's get rid of this motherfucker. Like they give them no time yeah. after. And I'm not gonna say that you know. The season after it was like perfect, and they were on, were on their way to Super Bowl again. But I just kind of find it, I kind of find it funny that you know after having that much success, it's like they want to give up on their quarterback almost immediately after that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I'm like along the same lines as you. I'm more old school. I remember when you know a quarterback stays on that team. But remember, it's a different age too, where we got like the free agency is a lot different than back in the day. I don't even think there was a true free agency um, like it like it is now today. That's uh that's very fair because uh you know Joe could have left at any time or Steve could have left at any time and that's just that's not the way those those quarterbacks worked it was it was a whole different way of doing things yeah. the fact that Tom Brady stayed with the Patriots for 20 years always blows my mind oh yeah it's almost unheard of i mean it's very few players nowadays that stay with the team for that amount of time it, i mean it it does help though uh, when your wife's a supermodel, because then it's like, oh, I, I can take a pay cut. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> hey, I'm all for having a sugar mom. You know, you know. Good to him. him you know, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, if if my wife pays the bills, uh, I'm gonna be the last one to complain about that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm with you. You know, I'm... but uh, but that's why I do a podcast. So hopefully, I can pay the bills with it, and uh, Lee gets his cut. Uh. Once I cash out, <laughs> it's not going to be a lot. This check, just to let you know. <laughs> all good, man. This is all for, all for fun. Oh, well, true. But uh, I do got to send you your fair share and a dollar is a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, Lee, I'm really not getting paid uh, this much by the ads. So. <laughs> no, it's all good, man. I, I just, you know, I like coming on, like talking and kind of, you know, maybe hearing how I come off, you know, like how am I speaking? Am I doing well? Am I not? <laughs> oh, no, the, no complaints on, uh, no complaints on this side. Not only that, but I haven't heard any of the fans say, Oh man, that Lee guy. Ooh. <laughs> I just enjoy, you know, it's just, it's just conversation and hopefully it's um, beneficial to it, not just us, but people listening and maybe we, you know, stimulate some conversation or something, or just bring a different point of view. That's oh, 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 I, I agree very much. So, um, because uh, I, I've even said before, I find it kind of cathartic to come on here and do this uh, once a week. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, now that we've we've covered uh, the 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 number, we're at nineteen. We've covered the the Joe and the the Steve Young talk. Let's get in the socials real quick, and then we'll we'll start the episode. So. As always, my Facebook is Polrel Pcast, P O L R E L, second name P C A S T, and then on Twitter you can find me uh, at sign the PNR Podcast, and then on Patreon the space P space ampersand space R space Podcast. So talk to me on those first two. Send me money on the third one. 
either way, just please interact with me. I, I, I love to hear from people. So, okay. I'm going to give, uh, I already gave Lee the topic rundown. Um, we've been discussing the topics for a few days now, but uh, I'm going to give it to the, the viewers real quick before we get into it. Uh, we got six topics. We're going to do three. And then, uh, as I mentioned, in one of my previous episodes, we're going to do uh, a mid roll ad, or we're going to try to, and then see how that goes. <laughs> and then, um, we're going to cover it uh, three more topics at the end. So the, the first topic is Deshaun Watson. The second is Matt Gates. The I hope I'm saying that right. I mean, I keep on hearing the news and I'm still like, I just look at the name and it's just like, oh, man. <laughs> um, the third one is Derek Chauvin. Um, and then, like I said, mid-roll ad. And then topic four is going to be the Coke boycott. And then topic five is the Georgia voter laws. And then topic six is... MLB ASG fallout and I didn't mess up the word laws. I was really afraid I was gonna screw that up because uh, I was talking with Lethal earlier and I screwed it up. So, <laughs> so uh, topic one, uh, Deshaun Watson. I'll let you lead off. So, so your thoughts on uh, Deshaun? Uh, it, it's a crazy story. I know we've been talking about it for you know past couple of weeks since oh, we yeah, yeah. heard the info right break. Um, but I mean. I think initially it was like, well, only a couple of people were coming out. And I, I remember it was, was it like, was, uh, oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh, no, 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 no problem. It, it was, it was like, I don't know how it all unraveled, but it was like, Hey, he's innocent until proven guilty. But then like so many other accusations came out. You're like, Oh dude, this seems pretty serious. And could that many people make some stuff up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think it was, uh, when we first started even discussing it, like just between you, me and like our, our, our little click or whatever, um, it was just like two came out or whatever. And then it was four and then it was six. And then before we knew it, it was like 22, I think now. <laughs> so it just, yeah. yeah, it kept on multiplying of like these, these chicks that are just like, yeah, what he did to those women, he did to me as well. So, um, yeah. that's a, that's how to, that, I feel like that's how that always goes though with, um, those sort of things because um predators just don't stop at one so if if he's you know if he's genuinely a predator then yeah it just doesn't stop at one that's why you get these multiple accusations it's not because it's never just an isolated incident yeah it, i think that's true and, and i think like if it is true to say he did do it I, I think absolutely i think they need to he needs to you know be punished, whatever, right? Oh, yeah, go, yeah. Go process, of course. I, but at the same time, like, I, I rather, I hate kind of talking about things that like, I just don't know much about because I don't know the, every single detail about it. But what if, you know, maybe he's not as guilty as people are saying? I, I just like to hear things play out. But, you know, I think that the victims, they're probably not going to make this stuff up. This is pretty serious stuff. But there is a population that might, hey, we want to get a paycheck off, off some type of stuff, right? <laughs> Unfortunately. I didn't say, say, but it's true, right? Yeah, you, no, no. You're, you're, what you're saying is 100%. And um, I'll actually, I want to touch on that a little bit. Right. Um, say you have a few. You think, oh, okay, these are, these are people that are not, you know, money chasers. Once you have like 10, maybe, uh-huh. I... I you know, I almost feel like by default, one of those is a liar and they're just, they're hopping on and they have at least a little bit of credibility. Like somebody will be like, Oh yeah, I know that they spent time with the, you know, the person that the accusations are against or whatever, but you know, maybe it didn't happen to them or whatever, but they're just like, Oh, well I'm, I'm a fucking scumbag. I'm going to totally sue him too. And, you know, get some money out of this or whatever. And I, I think you see that like, 
and a lot of the trials like um like Bill Cosby for example or Michael Jackson or uh you know a lot of a lot of those guys that have been you know called out for doing this sort of thing where sure a lot of those people are victims I I at least think but there's always like that tenth one and maybe that twentieth one and I feel like there's like a ten percent chance that like one of those people is not a victim and they're just like oh fucking payday for me it's which is completely fucking despicable. It's all it's it's almost as despicable an act as the actual guy who fucking does like the the, the shit that he's getting accused of. But uh, I'm not going to say that it is as despicable or more despicable. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I hear you, man. It's 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 just tough to call because it, maybe it's um, maybe something happened to them, but it wasn't so severe, and they're just trying to maybe provide some evidence that this type of behavior is something that he did. And it wasn't as severe as some of the other individuals, but maybe it helps the, uh, all the um, uh, all the victims kind of prove their case against this individual, right? So. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, which I'm not saying, hey man, he's he's guilty or he's innocent, and that hey, the victims are all right. I don't like choosing sides. Um, I, I kind of want to hear all the information first, and what I've read, I mean, it, there's some substantial evidence or, or at least accusations out there. Um, but there are questions to the case, right? Because recently, I think he filed for a motion to get their names um, to, just to have a fair yeah, there trial. Was, there was a Jane Doe that was reluctant to put her ID out there. And I don't think that as much as I would want to support something like that, at the same time, you cannot do that because it, that could be one where it's like, I, you know, who is this? And I, he really say, say even that he is guilty. That could be one where he's not, though, where but they, like they're not identifying the one. But it, like you said, he did file the motion. So I don't know if they did put her identity out there. But I think that's just bullshit. It's like if you're going to accuse somebody, you should know who you're being accused by. Uh, yeah, because you want a fair trial, right? You want to be Absolutely. able to defend yourself. And, and I think if you want to really do it the right way and you believe that he really did something to what other, whatever individual, yeah, put it all out there, handle it in court the right way, and then it's going to play out probably in your favor Favor if um, you know, you're know you saying what happened to you or whoever is, is true, then yeah, you guys are going to get it. Uh, you know, the do justice, right? You're going to go through the justice system. Like we, we set the system up for a reason, right? So yeah, I say, just follow it. If you think it's true, you're, you got integrity, go through the process. And I think it'll work. Um, now I'm not sure as far as Watson, like his, his action and all that stuff. I didn't, I didn't expect this at all from an individual like that. He seemed like a straight arrow, but uh, it kind of hit me, you know, by surprise. Like, oh, you know, it's, uh, it happens with all those things. Like, uh, I don't know. These, like, uh, I'll go to B Bill Cosby again because that's just like the biggest one recently. Uh, a lot of these comedians, when the whole thing was starting, they're like, oh, you know, that's like the worst kept secret in Hollywood that he like drugs these girls and has sex with them or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, OK, maybe in Hollywood, it's the worst kept secret. But I think everybody else was shocked that, you know, this this lovable guy, this funny guy, this family man, like, you know, you can say a lot of good things about Bill Cosby. I think we were all shocked by that. I, I was. Yeah, I was oh. definitely. Yeah, yeah, up, yeah. That's what you want. At least that's what I remember watching some of his shows, and you learn those life lessons through his show. It, that's I don't really remember his comedy, but um, I remember that that TV show. So growing up, and like that's like, you know, where you kind of learn some lessons, and and you thought that he was living that straight and straight and narrow life, but then come to find out how many years later, 
that you know that stuff was going down and, and it's like dude like you know you're like man my life's a lie now <laughs> so yeah just, that oh man it was a sh- it, like I, i'm i'm right there with you like um i don't remember a lot of his uh comedy but i do i do have bill cosby himself which was i think he shot that a year or two before he got the um you know he was able to do the cosby show but the cosby show and then cosby after that the the nbc and then the cbs show that's like 12 years alone of sitcoms that i have like dedicated to memory because like i said i really enjoyed bill cosby and that's why it was such a shock when it's like you know he's this like drug rapist guy it's just like i was it was disbelief for me but you know then he came out in the disp the the deposition and he's like yeah i did that and i was like oh fuck (laughs) and bill cosby though this guy he's a doctor for crying out loud he got he went to umass he got his doctorate he's like a i think he's a psychologist or something this guy's a doctor yet he's like so he thought he'd be so shielded with his money or whatever that he goes into a deposition and he's honest and he they they give that back in court and he's like what the fuck it's like Dude, you're you're supposed to be super smart. You thought you were just gonna be honest and like you'd be able to get away with it. Are you crazy? Like, what is wrong with you? Works, yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody's, you know, no matter how you know big of fame you get or whatever accolades you get, you're not impervious to being, you know, tried in court for whatever you you've done. You know, if you do wrong, you gotta serve the time for it or you know take the punishment. You're not you know, given a free pass, you don't get a get out of jail free kind. You know? <laughs> he, he thought he would, though, because like I said, he sat down with those cops. Yeah. They're like, OK, give us a deposition. He's like, yeah, I fucking did it. <laughs> it's just like, wow. OK, uh, why? You know, I'm not even encouraging a guy to be dishonest or whatever. But for the sake of getting away with it, I'm surprised that he was so like fucking blatant about it. But uh, <laughs> that's just a brave guy, I guess. <laughs> what, yeah. you know? Whatever the case is, um, and, and oh, back to Watson. I'm just oh saying. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was uh, about to even uh, say. Yeah, we should. Uh, <laughs> oh no, no, no it's. I don't right. want to get off topic with Bill Cosby <laughs> for crying out loud. It's kind of along the same lines of you know just the actions. Oh um, yeah, yeah, true, true. Sexual assault, whatever it is, but I haven't yeah. heard any any real thing from his side. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you have, but I've been trying to like look up to see like kind of what he's saying, or is he just waiting till his day in court and kind of hear his side of the story, but I don't uh, think he said a word. And uh, it seems like they're all civil suits. Although I think one of them was filed criminally, but it, I think they're still investigating and that's why he hasn't been arrested or anything like that. Right. Yeah. Well, so I guess we'll, we'll see what happens, but it's not looking too good for him right now. I'll say that Um. here. If, if I'm nothing else, I'm a fair guy. I, I feel like, and on, on the PNR podcasts, I, I feel like we, we try to be fair. This is one of those times, though, one of the very few times that I draw a line in the sand and I just I'm not fair in this regard. And don't get me wrong. I want him to have his day in court or whatever. I want him to present evidence. I, you know, I this is I just want a legitimate court case for him. But when I see these many accusers and this is something I always do, this isn't just just Deshaun Watson. But when I when I see these many accusers that speak out against somebody, I automatically like say, okay, that guy's guilty, which is not fair on me. I, I get that. That's the only time I'm very unfair, 
but that's just how I've always been. When I see a, when it's one or two, I give, you know, the benefit of the doubt when it's a ton, like it is right now. I'm just like, I just always think like the guy is guilty. And that's why there's so many accusers in the first place. And granted, like I said, too, there's always that, you know, one or two or whatever the number is that, you know, they just want to pay day. And I get that. But at the same time, that's just me being unfair. And but I feel like, you know, and because of how many came out against Deshaun, you know, I feel like he is guilty. But um, having also said that, though, like I said, I do want him to have a trial. And if he can say, hey, I'm not, then, you know, and present evidence to the contrary, then, you know, good for him. I want him to be absolved of his crimes. But it's like you said, we'll we'll see, you know, we'll see that when we get there with him. But um, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist guy, but I thought I'd also throw this out there because this is worth mentioning. It's kind of strange to me that Deshaun, you know, they 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 take his favorite receiver away from him. And then it, it seems like the, the team's starting to fall apart. The seams he wants to trade all of a sudden because he was ha- he was happy as shit in Houston. And then it's like, okay, the team's going to shit. I'm done. I want out of here. And then all of a sudden, all these women can come, you know, are start making accusations or whatever. The timing is very bizarre for that. Almost like like the fucking Texans, the the owner or whatever is like pissed off that he wants out of town. And then, you know, he's going to start sending these the, the woman uh, this way now. And like I said, I'm not a conspiracy, <laughs> conspiracy theorist guy, but like I said, the timing just feels a little strange on this one. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, the timing of everything is kind of you know, suspect, but at the same time, I, I think they're they're probably unrelated. I, I would say for the, this, I don't know how long the suspect go on. It was probably for a while. So maybe this was happening while he was all happy. There was no trade talks and just happened to come out at this time. Um, maybe somebody leaked the story, whatever, I, whatever it was. I, I don't know. I think they're unrelated, but. Um, oh, no, no, you're probably more right. Because like I said, if there's, a, if there's anything I'm not now, because like I established, I think I'm a pretty fair guy. Uh, if there's anything I'm not, it's a conspiracy theorist. And this would definitely be a conspiracy theory. And that's why I don't even really want to push forward. With it, but I just, you know, I just thought I'd throw it out there a little bit and let people chew on that one a little bit. <laughs> that stuff does happen, though. Like, you know, when oh, they- yeah, yeah, true. When things aren't so good, we're going to throw this information out there and, you know, the other side's going to have to deal with it. And, um, you know, this is kind of like the revenge type thing. All right. Well, you don't want to you don't want to play for us. You want to go get traded. All right. Well, we're going to throw this information out there and then <laughs> it happens. But um, I don't think it's in this case. But I, I think that you're you're kind of right that that does happen. Maybe not in this instance, but in other cases. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but if I say it without it actually coming to light, then it's just a theory. So that's why I don't, I don't want to push it out there too far. <laughs> but, but if it is true, say that is it. Say it is a conspiracy, and it ends up being true. You would be the first, probably, that I've ever heard to said that. So <laughs> you, know, you can claim that. <laughs> Damn, I hope that happens that way. Because <laughs> if like, oh man, this motherfucker is right. What else is he right about? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. You heard it here first, right? <laughs> uh, before we move on, um, this is kind of related also. Remember Antonio Brown and all the shit he had uh, against him? Oh, yeah. Uh, he had a lot. Well, 
What direction did that go in? Because all those things happened, and then you never heard you never heard boo after that about it. Yeah, I I actually same thing. I haven't heard anything, and I'm not sure was it all settled outside of court, and so you don't know it, did he actually do some shady stuff or not? Um, but he had a plethora of things going on, not oh, just yeah. sexual assault. I think was one thing, but then he had a issue with where he lives. He had like a, I think he was like damaging property or yelling at people like <laughs> domestic disputes or something like that it was like one thing after the other and then all of a sudden he goes to the bucks wins the championship i haven't heard anything since it's crazy uh it's like right after the patriots said see you later guy uh he's like everything dropped after that but during his time with the steelers the raiders and the pats it was like all this shit was getting levied against him and um yeah it was just like it fucking disappeared after that and exactly after that he goes to the bucks he fucking wins a championship so uh weird it's very weird but it's like you you said though they probably they settled out of court and that that doesn't make a fucking headline although it should because regardless of how it gets settled it should be out there as like okay went to court guilty or they dropped the case or he, he paid the money settled out of court Whatever the case is, like, you, you know, you would have thought you would have heard some sort of headline, you know, yeah. at least saying whatever it was that happened. And yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't hear Jack shit. Me, me either. I think it's one of those things like our attention span for the news. Like you hear the news, it breaks. It's like so in your face, you're outraged. Then all of a sudden, you know, it happens for maybe a couple of days, a couple of weeks. But then you don't hear the follow up. Hey, this is the result of whatever. And you just never hear about it. And that's all you think about. It's like, oh, well, that dude sexually assaulted somebody. Uh, and then you know, or he, you know, he, he beat the crap out of somebody, but you never hear like the result, maybe the whole story. And maybe years later, you're like, dude, whatever happened to that? And then you <laughs> found out the truth. And it's like, oh, it, like maybe somebody just, um, it, it was blown out of proportion. Somebody reported incorrectly. You just never hear real like follow-ups all the time. There are times where, you know, they, they pay attention to the case long enough to give you the entire you know, picture, but sometimes they just, oh, all of a sudden one day you just don't hear about Antonio Brown or, you know, until he shows up for the Bucks, and then, that, and, but you don't hear anything negative, right? You're like, oh, he's doing well. No, he's- no, that's exactly what it was. It was, they didn't bring up any of the, the, the baggage that he had from those fucking three teams. It was just like, they were focused on the here and now, which is fair. Cause uh, if that, if that stuff really is all behind them, then by all means focus on it. But it's just like you and me are on the same page, though. It's just like we didn't hear nothing about that stuff. And it's like, how did it get resolved? So I think this might be have to, something I have to look up uh, after the episode, just for my own, you know, knowing, basically, my own knowledge. Just like, I'm going to be like, you know, whatever happened to that, that stuff? It's just a report. I think it's just how reporting and news is done within our society nowadays that's just how it goes like i i agree it's sort of like something has to be extraordinary now before they'll report it Mm -hmm. and um granted i mean that's not good for the the victims per se because you know you'd want to put the 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 accused out there but um at the same time it's just like the 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 news is just always ever-changing and they don't cover anything like they used to 20 years ago like like uh OJ or Michael Skakel or um, Klaus von, von Bülow or, or like any of those type of cases where something like extraordinary happened and then it's like, okay, the media is like, bam, they're all about that. With this, it's just like everything's a, pa- a passing fancy nowadays. It's like, 
okay, this guy got accused of raping a bunch of women. Okay, what else you got? And it's just like, wow, that's the fucking news is like incredibly evil in that regard. But um, that's just the way the, the world is at a way faster pace now. And there's just way more stuff to cover, I feel like. And there's way more outlets to cover it. And then that's, I guess, I guess that's the biggest difference, really. Absolutely. Okay, I think um, we covered uh, Deshaun enough. Let's uh, move on to uh, Matt Gates, which um, he is a, a politician and uh, he got accused of doing something very uh, foul, which is uh, sex trafficking of minors. And I guess there's some some other uh, things out there, too, like uh, accusations of drug use and whatnot. Uh, I really don't I don't give a shit about that. Um, if he's banging rails of fucking coke, I, I don't I don't give a shit, whatever. Uh, not my bag, but by all means, if he can get away with it, fine. I don't give a fuck. That's the DEA's problem to worry about who's doing what with that. But um, I I do draw the line at, you know, sex trafficking minors to to fuck little kids because that's basically what he's doing. He's he's fucking teenagers. So uh, that's where I do take offense. So what uh, what's your thoughts on him? I'm very curious on what they're going to do with the official. He's an elected official, right? So yes, yes. He's, yeah, a, he's a politician. He can, uh, he can be removed from office. Uh, yes. if, uh, if they determine to that to be, you know, necessary. That's the biggest piece. I, I think it's like the ethics, you know, if this individual who's holding an elected position, um, if he acted not a line, I, I think that they're going to have to do something about it. Cause I, I think I looked and there was no criminal charges brought against him yet. Um, but they could definitely like the ethics committee or whoever it is that might decide his fate for his job um, to get him out of office. Right. If. Yes, um, exactly. He can go before a committee and then they can find him, you know, not uh, upholding the office and then they can, they can remove him. I, I think um, right now that's like the, probably the biggest piece that I've kind of noticed. I'm like, I, I'm not sure if he, he, did whatever he's accused of. Maybe there is, you know, in politics, it's like, yo, people are out for you all the time, right? You <laughs> this is get- true. I mean, it, again, it could be just a setup. And uh, he's proclaiming that to be what, what the case is. Uh, I, You know, I'm based on rumors, I think he's guilty. And it's uh, the, the rumor in question, actually, is uh, his staffers are uh, supposedly going to testify against him that they knew that he was uh, being inappropriate with minors. So if you get in, if you, if you even get one staffer that goes in there and he's because, you know, these are supposed to be people who are loyal to them to, you know, they get the fucking pressure put on them. So if a staffer goes in there and he's like, yeah, he fucked a bunch of teenagers, then he's he's so done. But um, that's basically why I think he's guilty, because and I think uh, because politicians think they're always going to get away with bullshit like that. And no, he got fucking caught. So I think he's guilty as shit because, it, like I said, I just not politicians are always doing fucking like wicked scummy things but you know behind the scenes and he's no different i guess yeah i mean you, they're supposed to be held to a higher standard right they're supposed to oh be, absolutely you know, i guess that's the thing even though i said you know i don't give a fuck how much coke uh he, he does or whatever or whatever the case is i guess as an official you're not even supposed to do that though so he shouldn't be fucking you know buying bricks of uh and fucking doing the tony montana nosedive like that's that's not reasonable as a politician like you're yeah you're supposed to walk like a a thin fine line and exactly like he should be doing the right thing regardless of uh you know what it is really absolutely hey if he's doing drugs too that that's something to be removed from his position and of course the 
you know, sex trafficking. That's a huge issue. And, oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's like I said, that's the one that really even bothers me, though, because like I said, I don't I don't give a fuck about anything else the guy's doing. It's, it's very I think everything's very serious, like everything that's brought up against them. But um, individuals like that is what you don't want representing you for. I think he's Florida, right? Represent from Florida. Uh, Yeah, I think he's a Florida rep. Yeah. So it's like that, that's not what, the you know, Florida people want representing them. They, you know, so if that all that stuff is true then he needs to yeah, step down, but also face the face of music and, and if he did any of that stuff, he has to face whatever charges. I know right now, I think last I checked was no criminal charges, but from ethically, yeah, that's something that's huge, especially in politics when you're supposed to be held to a higher standard than anybody else. Right. So it's just crazy. I, I can't believe like what's going on nowadays and all the stuff that is coming out. And I'm like, why are these guys doing this? They, they have a, a decent job, you know, they're doing a good public service for the people. Why step out of line? Why do any of this stuff? And I think it's a little bit deeper. You kind of got to go case by case for each individual. Like there's just got to screw loose or something, right? So I don't oh, know. Yeah, I, I think I think it's a really good job. So it's it kind of surprises me when any of these guys like piss it away by, you know, doing stupid stuff that they, they know they shouldn't be doing. And yeah, you know, it, it, it feels like there was a day where they didn't really know that they were going to do something wrong and then ended up doing it. But with this, you can't say, well, I didn't know that it was illegal to have sex with teenagers. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, no, There's you no know. way to explain that one away. Cause I feel like there's, if you look like in, in history, there's been guys that have done like little things and whether they knew it was like right or wrong, they, it was just like, okay, this is minor. I should be able to get away with it. And they didn't. But this is like a serious crime that he's getting accused of. So there's no way that he can say whether whether he knew or not, he did it anyways. Like this is just like you can't you can't shy away from this. And now, the, like I said, the drug charges are getting heaped up on him. And there's a yeah. lot of stuff that, you know, is starting to come out about him. And you just can't explain it away at this point, though, because it's not minor shit that he's just like, I'm trying to get away with this. Like this is serious stuff. So, yeah, yeah. And, and it kind of messes up his whatever his ambitions were too. If he was trying to remain a you know representative, or is he gonna go for Senate? Is he you know trying to climb that political ladder? And I think this, sorry, this is gonna derail your your career. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's done he's done regardless now because even if he like you know he gets passed like an ethics committee or whatever, and he might even get reelected by his constituents, but you know he can't run for like the highest offices like he i don't i don't know if he's a lawyer but he definitely can't go for supreme court because they'll you know they'll bring this up against him and then something like president or vice president again this this will get brought up so he's pretty much like this is it like he might get a senator or a, a governor seat but that's it like he's not he's not going to get the highest stuff like supreme court or, or the presidency or anything like that so he's yeah he's done and, and of course, a lot of this stuff is going to take time, right? Because they got to gather evidence, they got to hear from all the accusers and all that stuff, and it's going to take a long time to play this out, whether it goes to court or not, or it gets settled outside of court. It's going to take a long time, and that, you know that that's money. And to be a politician, you need to have some good funds, good backers, and people aren't going to want to probably back that that guy. <laughs> no, certainly not. No. Um, um, 
he will have these people who are super fucking loyal to him. Like they'll they'll die on the hill for him or whatever. But um, I just think that even like you know his casual supporters are gonna fucking abandon him after because they'll be like, oh, the fucking child rapist. Yeah, right. You're not gonna get my money. But they'll, like I said, there'll always be those few guys out there that are like, oh yeah, it's bullshit. I I totally got your back or whatever. Yeah. So, that blind we'll, we'll see how this plays out though. I like, but like I said, in just my personal opinion, he's fucking. He's so done. Like, he can't. He can't get the higher offices. Like, he might get Senate. He might, he could be a governor maybe in, in Florida. Well, you know, although yeah. DeSantis is like, he's pretty cemented into that. But like I said, though, I mean, he might want to run for some of the bigger, bigger offices like Senate. But that's about like all, all I think he could pull off. Like, I don't think he could get the biggest offices, which like, of course, I said is like the presidency and Supreme Court justice and, um, like a cabinet member or something like he couldn't be the secretary of whatever. Like there's no, there's no fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> he ends up being innocent and he wants to continue. It's going to be very tough. Right. But, oh yeah. 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 Cause like yeah. I said, this is, he's automatically done now because if you get even an accusation like this, this is like a serious accusation. So it's like, he's already finished. Like, yeah, that's, 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 that's kind of sad in today's society where well, that's what's unfair. Yeah, I, I agree. That's like, it's completely unfair if he is innocent, like, cause then it's like, well, okay. He, he proved to, he proved that he didn't do any of the shit, but now because of public just opinion alone now, he's like so fucked. So that's Absolutely. like, that's how fucking pathetic we are as like, uh, you know, humanity is nowadays, but uh, my misanthropy is a topic for a different day. Yeah, yeah I remember. <laughs> I, I agree. I, and I've been kind of guilty of it too in the past. You know, you maybe just didn't hear people out as much and you just automatically, all right, that guy's guilty. I'm not changing my stance. And, you know, I've, I've done that before, but getting a little bit older, I'm like, all right, let me hear a little bit more of the story. You know, you hear, um, you know, different, uh, you know, cases where like, oh, that person was innocent and you know you automatically labeled him guilty and you know you feel bad about it like dude maybe i just need to shut up and listen to the story a little bit <laughs> you know before i jump to a conclusion <laughs> you, you know what uh i think stinks because i i don't know this for a fact i really don't i uh it's so random almost how they they do this where there's like it almost seems like maybe the accused gets to choose i don't i don't really know how this works um and maybe shame on me for this but when they when they go before these committees, I don't think it's going to be televised. So we're just going to find out the result like after. And like I said, I'm not positive on that because a lot of these hearings are like you can go on C-SPAN and you can see whoever getting fucking grilled by, you know, congressmen or whatever. But I don't I feel like with this, the, the you know, these hearings he's about to go through, I don't think they televise them. But I don't know that for sure, though. Like I said, that I could be wrong on that. Might so. be, well, you might be right. So it might be, hey, we're going to televise this portion, but not this other classified portion or something like that, right? Uh, this confidential one will be behind closed doors with no cameras. They, I, I know they do that stuff too. So, um, yeah, like I said, I mean, I don't know. It almost seems like it's on a whim, and either the committee decides or the accused both. I don't really know. I don't know the process for that. I know a lot about how government works, but it's with, with these like fucking hearings, like like the Joe Valachi hearings, like, you know, did he have did he say, hey, I'm you know, I, I want cameras and I want this to be recorded or did the fucking did Congress say that, you know, it should be whatever the case is. Like I said, I never it almost seems like they just they do whatever the fuck they want and that's it. And <laughs> there's 
there's no like there's no law or like rule or anything that says like oh no these have to be and these can't and like right. I said, I do not know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the rules either. I know they want to give some transparency, but there's other topics or other parts of the case that maybe to protect, I don't know, maybe victims or something. They want to put that behind closed doors and that's talk an extremely about. good point, actually, that you just brought up. Right. That, that's that's what I would guess. Um, now, I'm not sure if they would televise this, uh, you know, in front of you know, on C-SPAN or something like that. But um, it, it would be interesting to, to kind of find out, well, what would they televise and where to get that information? Because you want to be informed too of what happens. You don't want to just take somebody's word for it because, you know, we're, we're not that trusting of the government as much as maybe we should be. Like you got to trust some of them because a lot of them operate with that integrity, but we know because of history that they're not always up front. So that's why we have to have that transparency a little bit and then uh, what ha- what they have to do behind closed doors, uh, just appreciate that. You know, hey, they're trying to protect this victim or something from getting information out or something like that, especially when we're talking about underage um, kids too, right? Oh, yeah. certainly, yeah. Um, like I said, that's why uh, when you said that that was a really good point is, um, you know, with drugs, I don't think that they need to protect anybody, but as far as child sex trafficking, certainly. Yep. Because minors are afforded a certain amount of protection from uh, all sorts of different things. And court cases is uh, no different. So, uh, right. yeah, like I said, that's maybe where they might shut. The, if, the, you know, if this is going to be televised or whatever, they might decide to shut off the cameras at that point. And, um, yeah, I want I want things to be as transparent as possible because then he could say they could say, oh, well, we found him guilty or whatever. And he could say, no, that's that's bullshit blah 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 and then it's like well okay um you know do we (laughs) did everybody see us say that now (laughs) so it's like yeah that's why you want transparency and uh, of course it it also goes back to what you said though with the whole um whatchamacallit (laughs) protection or or confidential no the the fact that we don't trust uh the government as a whole like we don't trust the government to do the right thing so we could be like the government's just going to decide his fate however they want to if you know there was no transparency and they would and it's because of shit like operation northwoods and stuff like that that we don't trust the, the government so <laughs> and, and i think they're trying to make efforts to gain that trust by you know being transparent but a lot of those things like maybe some of the records they have to be like redacted before they get released and there's a process oh, yeah 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 so I, I really appreciate all the effort that they put forth in, in this stuff. And I think people need to understand or just educate themselves on, all right, well, this is the proper process, the reason why they do it. And before we jump to judgment of, hey, the government's hiding this, you know, because <laughs> uh, it's not always the case. They're not always trying to hide stuff from the people. It's just. No, no, it's all, only the simple Simons are like those ones that are out there like, oh that's the government again, fucking being like uh, fucking secret as shit. But. It's exactly what you said, though. It's just like there's like a whole process involved in, um, you know, the the way they do these things and why they why they do these things. So but like you said, you're always going to have that moron out there, though. That's just always going to be, oh, can't trust the government again. You clearly can't do it. Right. Yeah. And I've been that, I've been that person before. Well, you know, back <laughs> in the day, I'm like, no, this doesn't make any sense. This is this is stupid. And then uh, maybe you educate yourself a little bit. And you're like, oh, OK, that makes 
it makes a little bit more sense now, but and not that you have to agree with every little thing the government does because some no, of it, no, no, but we'd be trying to change laws if we agreed with like the government all the time on the on these things, right? We <laughs> we have a process to change these laws, right? We vote the people that we think are going to bring the change that we want to make the country better. So well, that's what's kind of funny, like um. Joe Biden said the other day, um, amendments aren't absolute or whatever. And then you had all these people that go on fucking social media and show how stupid they are by criticizing that. But what he said is it's true because if you have an amendment that you don't like, you use another amendment to overturn it. That's why we're able to drink beer nowadays because they had a fucking, they had the pro emission amendment and then we overturned it with a, a later amendment. So. That's Amendments it. aren't absolute. He was co- completely correct to, to uh, you know, put that out there. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people like to like reference like the Constitution, right? Back in well, in seventeen seventy six, this is how it was done. <laughs> like, yeah, but hasn't the world changed? Hasn't America changed like radically? You know, from back then till now, um, that we have to change some of these laws because they just don't make sense in today's time. Um, they, they made sense maybe back, you know. 50 years ago, 100 years ago, whatever it was. But we need to do, we need to change these things. And this is why we have our government set up. And maybe it's not the speediest process as we would like, but it's a process. And if we want to change it, we just need to, you know, keep working the system. That's it. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with you. Like, um, you, yeah, like you got these guys that bring up, oh, well, there was this law and, and, and you know, and it was in this, this amendment was enacted in this time and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, okay, that was fitting for that time. We need to reevaluate frequently to figure out if these things apply to this time. And I'm not saying that things in the Bill of Rights are obsolete just because, you know, the times have changed. But um, I think we really need to take a good hard look at these these things all the time, though. Instead of all this bickering and bullshit that you get in these congressional sessions, it's like, hey, let's fucking dust off the Constitution and take a look at this and see if this... You know, these things are still good or whatever. And no one wants to take a good hard look at it. They just, it's fucking status quo, ho-hum. Let's fucking bullshit with each other and be evil to each other and, you know, bipartisanship and brinksmanship and all this shit. And uh, it's just, you know, you and I are the voice of reason, but it's never going to reach their ears. I I think a lot of people think the same way we do. It's just... uh it's like trusting the process everybody wants change now like it and i understand it's not that easy um and i think some of the other topics we're going to talk about is kind of along the same lines as this but i want things to happen like right now to see change because we're fighting for it as we speak but it's just not going at that speed that we want right well you know what maybe the biggest problem is i'll i'll bring this up to you is that we have no ability to fucking twist these guys arms and before you say, well, there's this, because you might, mm-hmm. the, the one thing that always get, well, if you don't vote them out or whatever, okay, he, that person can still do damage for however many years, and they can still get voted in by people who are in love with them. So I have no real ability to say, hey, I want you to take a look at all these old laws and see if they still apply to the, you know, now and now and present. I have no real ability to fucking twist their arm to do it, though. Because if I, I, even if I said, oh, you lost my vote, a bunch of other motherfuckers will still vote for the guy. So it's just like, unless he knows that, like, his support is, like, dwindled to just diehard people, he's going to do whatever the fuck he wants when he when he shows up to these these sessions. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you're right. If we don't do anything about it, absolutely. 
Uh, I think you might have more power than you think. Like I, I just judging by, um, I've been part of like other organizations that they try to fight for like military benefits, like just to keep them like in law. And we would like write our congressman or something. And I, I never done that before. Right. This is me actually taking action. All right, well, I'm going to write to this person to bring it to the forefront. And then it's a lot of other people around me that maybe they weren't even going to vote or they weren't even going to pay attention to whatever topic. Now what I'm actively doing is, spreading that knowledge to them and then getting them to write the congressman that's going to get it to the forefront on that guy's desk right so See, I, I, here's the problem with that little, though you you can write a letter to congressman jerk off and he's just going to give you fucking lip service yeah that's the that, that's absolutely a possibility but i mean you gotta at least give the effort right and hopefully something okay uh, yeah i'll agree with that much yeah i would at least even if it like i said it's just it turns out the way i suggested I got to exhaust that option to say that I tried that option. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, th I think I agree with you, right? That you can't twist their arm to go change the laws. I think you're absolutely right. But hopefully if they're doing their job correctly, they're listening to the people that are writing them or they, you know, their, their teams, you know, taking all the information in and they say, Hey, just so you know, what Senator, Congressman, whoever, this is what your people are saying. This is what they're seeing. We need you to go to D.C. and vote on this important topic to change this law. So it, hopefully they're taking that. But you just never know. Is that person going to actually do it? Who knows? <laughs> but, but say they don't. And then now they might see whenever the next election comes that, you know, oh, they're not getting the, the voter turnout that they thought because maybe they weren't listening to the people. But, yeah, it takes an entire country to you know as one to kind of come together and vote on I, I guess like that specific law that they want to change or whatever it takes a lot of people to do that and then it could still be halted by an individual so you just oh, never, certainly you but you got to trust the system that's what i guess america is all about we trust the system it's i think there was a good quote and i think it was a links and links and hughes quote and, and i'll probably mess it up but it was like Something about America has never been what it's supposed to be, pretty much. I'm kind of paraphrasing because um, it, it's, it's always like that dream. America is that dream that it, it can never actually be fulfilled because you know, us as people, we're, we're, we're flawed. We never really fulfill what the American dream is. We don't make America the best that it could be, um, but we're always striving to do that. So I think it's very important for us to kind of keep the faith and try to make America be what we dreamed it to be when we were kids or, well, you know, hopefully for our grandkids or something. I think Hughes putting that out there is actually it's uh, it's it's correct because, you know, stuff like uh, freedom of religion, like even as far back as like the Pilgrim's times, it's like, OK, they're coming to this land for freedom of religion. But if you're a fucking witch, forget about it. We're going to burn you the stake or crush you or do other horrible things to you. And uh, it just keeps on going in that in that sort of fashion. Like, um, all, all men are created equal or whatever, but, oh, if you have this skin color, you're not equal until, like, 1865 when we make a fucking amendment to provide it to you. Like, um, and then, you, oh, okay, again, all men are created equal, and they mean men in humanity. Oh, if you have a vagina, though, you can't vote till 1920. So it's just, like, Crazy. you know, America's always, we've always had these ideas of, like, we're going to give you these liberties, we're going to be fair, blah, blah, blah. It takes a long time to evolve into that, as as you can see. Yeah, like I said, like I mentioned, 1865, 1920, 1965. Like 
And then, you know, gay marriage provisions like 10 years ago, like it, it keeps on. We're so bad at provi providing rights, even though that's what, you know, I, our deals are, though. Like it's like we have these ideals. Yeah, we take so long to make sure that everybody gets them. And it, it's it, like, OK, what's what's the next battleground? The transgenders now is like the, the, the you know, the hot button topic. So it's so I mean someday that Hughes quote is going to be wrong, but it's going to take so long before that happens. <laughs> yeah. I believe we'll get there. It's just, yeah. It, I don't like the speed in which it's like, it's too slow. I oh, don't want certainly. Because we're still talking about topics today. Uh, yeah. With race that's been fought for, you know, de decades ago or hundreds of years ago, really. And yeah. Yeah. We're still talking about today. It's like, what, how are we not past this yet? And, uh, I mean, you just got to kind of keep, like I said, keep the faith, keep on working. Uh, <laughs> day. I, I think we're, we're doing it gradually. I think it's going to be weeded out, but I think it's going to be a long time from now, unfortunately. You, uh, you know, I, I got that, I got that warrior ethos, so I, I don't ever give up, but it, like, it's, it's just, it bothers me on the other end though, with the tempo at which it's uh, achieved. I, I think we're getting there. It's going to be better for my kids and, you know, your kids, I, you know, but oh, certainly, certainly, you know, we're still, they're still going to come up with issues and we're going to have to talk to them about it and just put it out there. But I think through the generations, eventually it's going to go away, but then there's going to be another problem. Right. I, I just hope it's not as severe. Right. All right. Right now it might be race uh, relations, but hopefully down the road, the only thing that they have to worry about is, I don't know, like, like taxes or something, which, you know, you know, something like taxes are never going to go away. Exactly. Taxes are never going to go away, but it's not, I'd rather be talking about taxes than uh, black, white, Latino, whatever, you know, those kind of. Oh, hate. certainly. Yeah. Race specific yeah. issues. Certainly. Certainly. That, that, that's all I, I'm kind of yeah, getting at. So. Oh yeah. 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 I, I agree with you on that. Like yeah. exactly. It's, it's better to talk about, you know, stuff that affects everybody than really being specific, but. Right. Uh, like you and I agreed on uh, a long time before that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Topic three. Uh, the Derek. Uh, I, I don't know how to say his name. Fuck this. This guy. This guy's guilty as shit, by the way. You know, we, we, we're on our third guy now, and I think they're all guilty. <laughs> I'm, I'm not fair, maybe. But I, I, at least in this case, though, the trial is going on. So I can also base that on just testimony now at this point. It's not just, uh, you know, what, what happened a year ago. Right. So uh, what's your thoughts, Lethal? So I've watched a little bit of the coverage that they have for the trial. And I just hear the uh, specialists, people, the uh, I, I forget what they call them, but like the actual experts, I guess. Okay, on, yeah, expert yeah. witnesses. Exactly. It, it's sounding like the defense is It's very tough for the defense right now to prove that he you know, died from you know, drugs or whatever medical conditions he had. It was directly related to the knee on the neck. And I, honestly, I'm watching the video when I first saw that. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. It was like it, it really brought tears to my eyes when I saw that, because like that, that could have been, you know, a friend of mine for all I know, you know, or somebody I knew could be, you know, one of my kids down the road with people using that type of force. It could, have been, it could have been any of us, really. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I'm like, if that was me and to hear somebody uh, screaming out, uh, you know, for help for, you know, just to him to get off the neck because he was already subdued. He was already handcuffed. There were more than enough bodies there to, to hold him down to have the neck or his knee on the neck. I thought it was just it was crazy to even watch. And I, I just thought it was unnecessary. And hearing the experts talk 
uh, it seemed like, yeah, they kind of proved that that was not necessary. Uh, not just the medical experts, but I think like other police officers were showing that that use of force was 100% not necessary. And you could have done uh, something, you know, there was like an alternative method to use. And I don't know if uh, you being in the army back in the day, right, that you probably yeah. went through some sort of uh, training. And I don't, I don't know if you have, but I know I have well, with security forces. Um, they, you know, put me down and they apply pressure to certain locations. And it's, it, it's more than enough to make you very uncomfortable, but it's in a manner to where you're not hurting the subject. And it was um, never the neck either. Like, um, well, I've actually got hurt in training and uh, I, I almost got into a fight. Like I almost took the, <laughs> this is back in basic. I almost took my M16 and he caught uh, the fucking, the stock almost, but um, it's never, <laughs> yeah, it's never been the neck though. And like I said, when, when I did that though, he was, he was putting my face down using his hand and that's why he, that was inappropriate of him to actually do. Cause yeah. especially with, with op, when you're playing op four, you're you're playing op four like you're still you're still a U.S. Army soldier. So the way right. that Brody was doing things was totally fucked up. But it, it, you know he didn't put his knee on my neck and wait till I I passed no. out and fucking died. So not for that amount of time either, right? It's like, dude, you had three bodies to subdue an individual who was already handcuffed. I've had a you know like a knee driven into the back of your thigh, and then like they put like your forearm on on like the upper part of your back. And you're in a position where you really can't move. Um, and I'm not a big guy at all, but if I had three bodies holding me down, I wouldn't be going anywhere. I know that this individual, he was, he was a pretty big guy, but still, I think that they had more than enough people to do what they needed to do without doing the whole knee on the neck thing. So I think it was just a, a you know, terrible act, honestly. And I, I hate to have cops kind of thrown on the bus too. You know, my grandfather being a cop and doing it the right way for X amount of years um and you know friends being cops or correction officers or whatever like the individuals that do it right feel bad for them because this individual i think did it completely wrong and i i, I hope that the jury you know the, given all the evidence and all the testimonies um they judge this individual appropriately and i i think they're charging him properly um i because i think it's uh, not manslaughter right they, they're charging for murder I yeah say. it's like a second degree murder or something like that and right. um I'll, I'll give my personal opinion on it. Yeah, he's he's like I said at the at the top of the topic. He's guilty as fuck. Like, yeah. and it is murder. It's not like, oh, I you know I killed him by accident or whatever. When you put a knee on somebody's neck for nine minutes, this is, that's murder. Like, if it was ninety seconds, and I like I said, I mean, it, it could be any amount of time where it's like okay, it gets dicey or whatever. I don't feel like nine minutes is a dicey amount of time, though. Because nah, maybe, like I mentioned before, 90 seconds would be where it's like, oh, okay, that was 90 seconds, so it was an accident. Nine minutes is not a fucking accident. Four and a half minutes is is not an accident. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just feel like there's there's not, it's like you could say, well, the amount of time is arbitrary. But with nine minutes, I just don't feel like that's, uh, this, if that fits like a description like that. Like, there's no way. Because I said, like I said, even before, four and a half minutes is not like just an arbitrary and it's an accident. Like, I don't know where to draw the line. And, and in that case, it is arbitrary. Yeah, but I, I definitely draw it way before even the four and a half minutes. So, yeah, that was that was un unnecessary. And um, going back to what you said, though, yeah, the, the testimony because of these people that talk about procedure 
and you know the procedure within the department because you know like they had the chief and stuff uh that testified and pretty much everybody that's just testified it's just like look you know george floyd had these, these problems or whatever but that's not what led directly to his death or whatever and i think like you know we should do something like you know not even have a trial just like okay or well here's here's the sentencing like um somebody of your weight and your height is allowed to put you know their knee on your neck for for nine minutes and if you survive then you go free that's basically like because it's like okay you know how see if you can survive it basically right i I think i mean i understand what you're saying i think the whole country's outrage i i really can't wait to hear the verdict because I think America needs it. Uh, just, you know, a, a proper verdict. Hopefully justice is really served on this one. Um, but because of this, yeah, there's been so many other times where, you know, a cop got away with it or whatever, when it was like fucking in like an egregious thing, not just like an accident. And they, it's almost like they never get prosecuted properly. So, right. you know, hopefully That's- this time around they do, because I just, I can't imagine this case going in a, a, a different direction than it already is. As far as you know, what they're gonna, what the defense oh, yeah. is gonna do? I, I, I foresee the verdict's probably gonna be guilty. Just judging off like the information I've, I've heard, um, I haven't been paying attention every single day, but I can catch a good amount. Uh, but I, yeah, I want to see justice served. But I also, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, hey, put a knee on this guy's neck for nine minutes or something. Like, no, whatever he's gonna serve. You know, hopefully it's a. Well, I didn't legitimately mean that. I mean, no, I know you say suggested it because I, I feel like that would be justice. But yeah, would, uh, with because it's agree. not first degree or whatever. Um, it's like like I said, it's a second degree murder. I think he's. I think he just goes to jail for like twenty years or something like that. So I think people would agree with you because you know people are very heated on this subject, and and I'm right there with them. But um, yeah, let's not stoop to you know a new low just because of you know, what we think he actually deserves. So, I, but I think that he's probably going to just judge him by the evidence. It's looking like he's going to be guilty. I, I don't know what time he would be facing, um, but hopefully it's it's an adequate amount because, yeah, like I think any, like, true good cop, too, would be like, yeah, he deserves to, you know, serve time. And, and Yeah, because like you said, for the good cops, this guy makes their job way harder. Right, there's a lot of good guys out there, you know. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I'm just like you. I know a ton of cops that I, I love. They're like my brothers and sisters. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, they're good cops. And when you talk with them about stuff like this, it's like it makes my job way harder now because if I need to restrain somebody like that and not kill them, I can't even. I can't even use that sort of restraint, though. Yeah, this is, and this is one of those cases too where it's not that. Uh, split second decision to hey do i use deadly force or not this is a situation where uh like you could have just got off the guy's neck like another cop could have said hey dude just get off him we got him and, you know it's not like one of those things that hey this guy rolled up on the cops and just started opening up you know with a gun or something like that it's not no sir yeah certainly not i mean he was already down like i don't <laughs> i don't know what the neck on the you know the knee on the neck achieved but I, I yeah, feel like um he he wanted to murder him though because there was some sort of uh, connection. I forget exactly what it was, but they they knew each other prior to this incident. So, uh, if, they, if they could prove like, hey, like this guy, you know, definitely murdered this guy, and, and it was because of previous uh, altercations or something, then yeah. I would definitely, you know, I would hope 
there's a more severe punishment for it than at that point. Because um, I, I don't know the history between any of them. But I, I mean, I know this individual did not deserve to die that day at all. So. Oh, certainly not. No, no, no. But um, yeah, like I said, though, there was something there was something between between them. But I don't I don't really remember what the connection was. Um, I don't think they've even brought that up in court because maybe that's not even the way the prosecution wants to, to yeah, go I mean, about it. Proof, but right? it, it might be a tough to prove thing where, yeah, we just don't have enough evidence to bring that charge up. And you don't want something like this getting dismissed because, you know, you, you didn't come prepared or you tried to fight it from a weird angle. That's it's, it's such a big case that, hey, y'all, I want to prove that this guy had an altercation, um, whatever previous day. And um, that's how we're going to prove like this level of murder, like murder one or whatever it is. But then you get that case. You lose that case because you just didn't have enough evidence because you try to link it in the weirdest way. You don't want this guy getting off scot-free just because you had a shitty case built. That, that's kind of what maybe I, I could see. Maybe they just have the evidence. Yeah. It, it, well, it could be even one of those things where it's like, OK, their previous, uh, you know, their previous instances where they were together, or whatever, doesn't really apply to our case. That's what maybe why they haven't brought it up because it's just like, even if they they you know they had quarrels or whatever in all you know all their their interaction, like they might just be like, we don't we don't give a shit about that. It's it's right. all this other stuff that he did that we're gonna focus on. Like like you said, with the expert witnesses coming in and saying, you know, doing this would cause death, and that's not the Minneapolis procedure and so forth. So, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, you're probably right on that one. And I'd have to watch this coming week's coverage and all that and see what else they're talking about. But um, yeah, there's a lot of other topics going on and uh, that I'm trying to pay attention to. Never mind, just work too, right? You're just trying to work your <laughs> normal life. So it's kind of tough to stay up on some of these topics. And oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I understand because like just prepping for the show, it's just like I'm at work. I'm like, oh, well, I have time to prep for the show so i understand that completely <laughs> and then uh you know just taking care of business at home as well so which is why i want to quit the day job so i can do this full-time because then making notes would be easy <laughs> yeah, well, yeah this would be your normal day-to-day just taking notes doing your research and then getting on the podcast and being the expert exactly exactly but uh like you said, until I get the 30,000 listeners, like, <laughs> I got to do my day job. <laughs> um, oh, before we go to the mid-roll ad, uh, you know, a train would fuck up our recording. <laughs> oh, do you hear that in the background? I heard that choo-choo train rolling. Uh, yeah, of course. I'm like, yeah, I can't control that, unfortunately. No, I, I understand. Uh, and, I, re- I remember talking with you and you said you were kind of interested um, you, you and the missus doing a podcast. So until you invest in a soundproof booth, those things are going to happen. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think so back home too, I think we have a train not too far away, but I don't think it's as close as this one. Um, no, course- being, being in the South, I totally, I totally remember that. Cause when I lived in Louisiana, I, I lived in fucking Leesville it was like I was actually closer to New Lano, I felt like. But um, anyways, though, there's there's a train track that rolls all along like through you, what, 172, I think, U.S. Whatever the fucking U.S. route is out there. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a train that uh, rolls along it and you can hear that shit on base. So I, I completely remember how that was in the south. There's a lot. It's a lot more prevalent there than like the northeast. 
So, and I don't know why the reason why that is, but that's just the way they, the once once you go below the Mason Dixon line, you know, draw it across the country, not even just like you know where they did at the Civil War point, like draw that shit from California or Oregon or wherever it would stretch to over to Virginia slash Maryland. And yeah, just below that line, like trains are like a big fucking deal and they're important. I don't really see that in the Northeast. I can't remember the last time I was stopped by a train in the Northeast. So <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I can't remember honestly seeing too many trains, or railroad crossings or whatever. I, in Colorado, we definitely have it too. Um, so close to oh, our house, but also like my mother-in-law's house as well. Like it's like her backyard pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, when I was in Massachusetts, I don't recall the closest uh, train track besides like, you know, commuter rails and all that stuff. But you actually would go to them to maybe go into the city or something like that. Yeah, but, but I was going to say the T doesn't even really interfere with uh, traffic too, though. Not, not, yeah, and and definitely not a small ass town, right? Back, back <laughs> it didn't even reach... For years, they promised, oh, you're going to get the tea in New Bedford. It never happens. <laughs> there are some uh, railroad tracks out there, too, right? New Bedford, right? Well, so- yeah, because they used to have the old colony railroad, like when railroads were actually like important yeah. in the Northeast. Like, yeah, they had the old colony line and like the New Haven, New Haven, Boston. line. I don't even remember what it was called, but they, they had a bunch of different railroad companies out, out here, though. And then um, they invented like tractor trails. So like, we don't fucking need this anymore. So they, they had leftover tracks though. And for forever and a day, New Bedford's like, bring the tea down here, which would have actually been awesome. Cause I would have much preferred fucking taking the tea from New Bedford rather than driving somewhere else to take it. And then it's like, yeah. um, okay, I'm going to a Red Sox game or I'm going to Celtics Bruins or cause that's, what's most important to me in Boston is fucking, not so much the bar scene, but the, the games. Like, I love going to games in Boston. So Absolutely. it would have been nice to fucking, like, take the tea in New Bedford. And like I said, for years, like decades now, they've been promising that the tea was going to go there. It never has. And, you know, even though I was in New Bedford the other day, I didn't really try to track down and see if the tea's there or not. But. You need to, honestly. It's like oh, the, absolutely. You know, like the process of the day, like, you know, you, you get up, you get ready, you're ready for the ball game or, you know, whatever game it is, and you hop on the train, you got your crew with you, you're having a good time, good conversation with just random people that are enjoying the same thing. Get up to the city, you get to walk around on beautiful eat Boston. You can do Providence, too. I, you know, it's taking trains out of Providence and – a beautiful city too. So I'm like, it's just the whole experience. I think that it's probably missing out right now. It had the train, you know, system gone all the way down to New Bedford. Um, that would have been awesome, you know, and it would have saved me a lot of time driving up to whatever station to, you know, go. From, it was like Lakeville. I from I yeah, think that was from- gonna say Lakeville, Middleborough has a fucking station. New Bedford, way bigger. No station. It, I, I, I don't get it either, but you know, I'm not a. Hey, maybe that'll be part of the infrastructure plan, huh? For for Biden. <laughs> I I certainly hope so. <laughs> Imagine that. And uh, no, it needs to be addressed. Like you're one hundred percent right. Like it needs it. We need the commuter rail down there because there's people that not even just want to go to Boston. There's people that work in Boston and yeah. they get to drive every day from New Bedford. Fuck no, man. Like oh, that, that needs to be built, man. And try to beautify New Bedford too. Like I, you know, I, I think they try to want like more tur- touristy type feel to it. Oh, certainly, yeah, yeah. That's why downtown's like as nice it is as it is. 
Yeah, they, they might that might help out having that train kind of go to Boston or whatever stop along the way, uh, bring people to New Bedford uh, or from New Bedford to Boston that want to do touristy type stuff. And I think like you said, actually a good point was people that want to commute to Boston. Like if maybe we could get better paying jobs outside of New Bedford uh, by working in the city and then coming back home and you know, sharing some of that wealth. Cause I, I, I was thinking about this, like, you know, we didn't make a lot of money back in the day in that local area. You had a, <laughs> no. bit of you had a drive away just to try to get a great paying job. It, or, it, has, it hasn't changed Lee. Like I, I work in Metro West with my day job because all the jobs are either in Boston or a little outside of it, which in my case, a little outside of it. But um, yeah, that's just the way it goes. Like there's nothing, there's nothing in the Southlands. Otherwise I would have moved back to that area, but I was just like, okay, I'm going to move to Plymouth, figure out my next move. And then I ended up moving West of that. So I'm a little, a little outside Worcester and yeah, that's just, that's the way it has to be. And that's even I, I got to commute from Worcester, but it's a lot better than commuting from New Bedford to where I got to be. So <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. But it, it's just unfortunate. Cause it's, I mean, I think it's beautiful. I love the area, but it's just, for me, I, I I couldn't I couldn't live out there. Um, Fairhaven like, you know, is uh, afford it anyway. I <laughs> Fairhaven I used to think was the greatest place in the world because I didn't really know much about the world. Uh, yeah, and now that I've seen the world, <laughs> I don't. I still don't even entirely disagree with that though, because it's not as great as w- it was you know back in the day or whatever when we when we were kids and teenagers or whatnot. But it's still a decent little place, you know, to raise a family. And that could change in 10, 20 years. It could change tomorrow for all I fucking know. Mm-hmm. But I still like feel like Fairhaven still, you know, has that ability to be a good place to, to raise your family. And I feel like there's a lot of communities around it, though, too, though, that also have that opportunity. Like, I would love to move to Marion. Like, if, if I could afford that, I would, I would do that in a heartbeat. And there's just like this Rochester amount of poison and the cushion and stuff. I still lump for Haven into that because I think for for Haven has the potential to be good like that. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's like places on. like um, it's places like New Bedford though, and um, Fall River and like Dartmouth and stuff where I don't. It's like almost everybody that's growing up there now wants to have street cred, so they they act like the fucking fool or whatever. But that's unfortunate. Oh, <laughs> no, it totally is super unfortunate because it's a beautiful area. I, I, a lot of his history, obviously, very historic oh. areas. Yeah, completely. Uh, I worked in Fall River for a while, and I really liked that city. Um, yeah, because I worked at one of those old, old factories that were kind of converted like for some businesses. But we I remember like, that you were doing framing there, right? Yeah, it was awesome too. Because like you're in this old factory, um, and it's like super kind of cool to be working there, uh, and just like, oh man, look how historic this kind of place is. And then you, you go to the local area to get you know restaurants and all that stuff, and you see the rest of the city and you're like oh dude and there's cool people there but you're right there there's uh people that i don't know they just think that street cred is the way to go or like i I don't get it i don't get what's so glamorous about that life you know i I don't either but that yeah that's exact and that's what drags these cities down is these like these fucking drugs or whatever but you know we're super off topic now (laughs) which as much as i enjoy the listeners might be getting a little antsy being like i want to go to topic four so (laughs) <laughs> all right yeah we, we could move on we could uh was it the mid rolls that we want uh, yeah we gotta do a mid roll so um you know what i wanted to do this and i forgot to put it in the notes so let's actually we're gonna do a mid roll ad but um i'm also before that uh we should insert a 
like a 10 second moment of silence for uh, Earl Simmons, better known as uh, Darkman X or DMX. Um, yes. Not on my Rushmore rappers, but yeah, he definitely makes the top 10 for sure. Cause those first three albums are, they're fucking sick. So um, yeah, let's just, you know, take a 10 second pause for that and then just add five. Cause that's where I'll put the mid roll ad and, 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 and the edit and whatnot. So, so yeah, let's just um, 15 seconds. We'll count in our heads and then I'll say when we're back. So. Okay, we're back now. Lethal and I, we're going to move on to topic four. Um, that is the Coke boycott. Now, for those who are not familiar with what's going on, there's a lot of uh, Republicans and conservatives, at least this is who I'm seeing with the outrage, that um, in their diversity training, because I want to get this right, Coca-Cola suggested that their employees should be less white. And, you know, there's there's a backlash as far as that now, because, uh, you know, like that's kind of a weird suggestion to give to your employees. It's a racist one. So uh, what's your thoughts on that, Lethal? Man, that, that's a crazy comment, honestly. Um, I don't think that's the way you should do it. Right. I, obviously, I think you're all it should be all about diversity, because I think that really enriches the work environment and, and the company. But to say, hey, you know, we just need to be less white. I'm like, but what if that person brings something good to the table? And what, what the hell does that even mean? You know, that's like, uh, that's it's hard for me to to do that because uh, how am I going to be less white when I'm white? Like, I just don't. And exactly. What does that mean? What, yeah, yeah. How do I achieve being less white? Like, <laughs> Is that what you want? Are you, like, are you just solely, is it because of today's conversation that, all right, we need to have diversity just because we want to have a certain appearance to the public? Or, you know, why don't you just bring qualified people into the workforce and they happen to be Black, Latino, you know, Mexican, whatever, you know, if they're qualified, bring them in. Like, I don't think you should just be like, hey, we just want to look a certain way. Um, so, you know, we, we look good to the the American public. It's just like lip service or we're just catering to them for no reason. Uh, I just, I love Coca-Cola. Like, don't get me wrong. That's very American to me. I've been <laughs> to the, uh, I've been to Atlanta for some TDYs and they have the, the headquarters out there. So I've been out that, that way and I thought it was a cool experience, but to say some shit like this, I think it's just, it's, why are we so focused on this whole, I, we need to get past this like color bullshit. Like we're all Americans. I don't know if people know, but <laughs> it's a bunch of different races that happen to be in one freaking country and make up one of the greatest countries in the world, if not the best. And the diversity is something that you absolutely want in your country or in your company, like Coca-Cola, but dude, to put out a statement like that, it's just like stupid. I, I, that, that's the simplest way I could put it. I'm, that's ridiculous. That, that's actually the first time I heard that you know, from you, I, that, um, that statement that they put out. So yeah, that was uh, that's what the whole outrage is. And of course, you know, I I don't really have any black Republican friends or Republican friends of a, another race. And uh, I hate to be honest, but that's just really the way it goes. Like they might vote Republican, but they're not like hardcore Republicans. Some of uh, my friends of other races 
But um, yeah, all the all the conservative Republicans I know are white and they go on social media and they're outraged by this. And, um, you know, now they're, oh, well, I'm going to boycott Coca-Cola. That's how I'm going to respond to that. Uh, I got to be honest, is as much as I think that's a, a a vile statement to make to, you know, for your diversity training. And it actually it goes counter to the whole diversity thing, really. Um, I'm not going to boycott Coca-Cola. It's just not going to happen. And yeah, and uh, to be honest, too, though, I am a Pepsi man. So Coca-Cola usually loses my business in, in this regard. And I might be shooting myself in the foot because. You know, I want to get the big sponsors, so <laughs> so I uh, I might be killing myself by you know saying I'm a Pepsi man, but uh, Coca Cola still does get my business though because I'm I'm not adverse to buying Fanta or Sprite or Coca Cola if it is the much cheaper soda at the time. Like as much as I enjoy Pepsi, if Coca Cola's in a you know provide a cola to me way cheaper, then I'm gonna go with them. I just I prefer Pepsi and Pepsi products, but that's not to say I'm never, I never support Coca-Cola or never will. And like I said, I'm not going to boycott them because it's just like, I don't, I don't do that. I mean, there can be companies do despicable things all the time. Well, it's like, we can go to a lot of other companies that have suggested way worse than what Coca-Cola did, even by saying, you know, be less white or whatever. But I just, I don't boycott them. If I need your product or I want your product, I'm going to buy it. And that's that simple. Yeah. Cause I can't think of anything where I even would be like, Oh, they did that. Oh, well, I can go to a different product. Like, I, I, maybe there is a situation where that could arise, but it's not going to happen in this case, no. Because like I said, Coca-Cola at a minimum is still going to get business from me as long as they are the cheaper products. So it's not, yeah. not going to stop for me. They just need to fix their freaking, like, dude, I don't know who put that shit out, but whoever did needs to either, you know, I, I don't know about fired, but they definitely need to <laughs> go <laughs> to some training. They need to get training. spoken to for sure. Yeah, maybe they need to go some training. They need to fix their, their talk and, and maybe just, you know, brighten the fuck up or something. Like, dude, why would you even say that? Like, it just makes no sense to say that shit. And Because um, I don't even really know what they mean by that. Right, I, I really don't. I'm like, and what do they mean to achieve by suggested because they knew that they're at least their white employees are going to be pissed off like i'm supposed to be less than what i am like why would you make such a remark to me and like i said before though that's like so counter this is diversity training that's so counter to being diverse by saying that you don't want it <laughs> like it, it just doesn't make any sense to um so you, you know to appease whatever race besides white i guess you're gonna do what has been done to them like so like black people are kind of like upset because they've been you know secluded they've been uh taken advantage of over years but oh certainly certainly i don't disagree with that like they didn't get it i don't think they got a real fair shake till the the mid 60s because even though you know we 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 abolished slavery a hundred years before that i don't think things got okay till then because it was you know jim crow laws and all that shit so there was you know, Plessy versus Ferguson established that things are supposed to be equal. They never were. So that's yeah. why, you know, I but feel, you, you know, they I, I can understand like the, you know, that that anger or whatever. But exactly. We're we're we kind of we're not still great, but we've we've kind of came around now. But exactly. We can't you still even if you know, I don't know who authored this. I don't know if they're they're black or whatever. I, I seriously, I doubt a, a white person suggested that. But exactly, even though you might feel like you're still not getting a fair shake, you can't reciprocate and be like, well, 
you know, things are still bad for me because of the color of my skin. I'm going to suggest that our company be less white. Like, yeah. no, I can't do that. <laughs> Say, you know, you don't want like a, a black person. I, I think like going through everything that they have to go through. They won't, they don't want to say, oh, now it's white people's turn to have to see what we have to do. They don't want that. Yeah, no, we you would hope that privilege. they at least wouldn't, you know, you know have, have no, that uh, feeling. They want, they want Everybody should be equal, right? We don't want to say, all right, well, now it's your turn that we're going to be unfair to you. No, they want everybody to kind of get a fair way. I get everything. I think they don't want to have, um, you know, they don't wish ill will on the other races just because, you know, it was done to them. They want to just rid the shit altogether. So um, I, I don't think that's what people should be hoping for and the whole uh be less white that sounds like a white person thing to say i'm not gonna lie like i'm a, <laughs> I don't think I'm a, a white person authored that i well, i'll say like i'm a mix I'm, I'm black and white and i'm like i don't know like <laughs> maybe maybe they did author it maybe they didn't i just i'm like man that sounds very insensitive to say and I, you know maybe that's just something stupid some white dude said in, in the company i don't know i'd have to i'd have to look it up but and this, the, does the, the white side of you suggest that you would author something like that <laughs> I don't know. They do some. They do some weird shit sometimes, man. It, like there's a there's a segment on like a lot of radio shows. With, is it black or white? Like they try to guess. I, I think it's criminal. <laughs> yeah, I know it's weird, right? This is today. Like this is uh every day I come oh, home. Shit. I hear this shit and it's crazy. It's like well, um, it, they'll say whatever crime it was, and then the callers have to ca- call in to say hey, was it was a black person, was it a white person, and but that's kind of like what we're doing right now, right? <laughs> yeah we're trying to figure out what what race suggested this to, to be less white I want to like i said out. i see i have serious doubts that that a white person suggested this <laughs> you know, you're probably right honestly i i, have no <laughs> I just think it's like silly I, it's a stupid statement to me and i think that we need to get over that bullshit we need to get past this whole color diversity thing like you know we just start treating everybody equally man like let's do the right thing that's what it should have said on the training slide like be treat everyone equal because they're a fucking human being at the end of the day but uh that was way beyond a simple concept to whoever decided to put this in the training (laughs) Uh, unbelievable i I can't believe this stuff still goes on today i just don't understand why we're still talking about this we should be beyond it right (laughs) i'm all about the coca-cola company too right I, i just think it's an iconic american that's the thing even though i'm a pepsi guy i can't even deny like the influence that coca-cola has and it's kind of the most communist to me because when i look at that all that red i see that sea of red in their logo i'm like you fucking call me pinkos i see when i see it you know i I think don't sue me coca-cola i'm just kidding it's a joke you are very american coca-cola don't sue me please i think like it was a world war one or two whatever you see like soldiers sitting down having a coke and <laughs> that's like what i think and i i love the uh coca-cola like in the glass bottle that's my jam right oh there. yeah i well, i prefer anything glass i uh you know i'm a very american i like to buy american stuff uh as far as i know my volkswagen wasn't made in germany it was made here and uh i don't know i just try to buy american i'm not i don't go out of my way to do it but if i see you know made in usa uh i love it but um that mexican coke man you can't you can't fucking beat that with a stick man i it's good stuff that's I, one time i surrender to like i'm um, like hey joe in mexico fucking hook it up because <laughs> it's just i don't know it's the it's the way they they need to do things i think in mexico as far as coca-cola goes where in america we don't have restrictions on it it's like you can make it this way, and it just it doesn't taste as good as that Mexican Coke. 
So when I lived in California, man, I, I'd always look for that Mexican bottle and fucking hook me up, brother. That's uh, <laughs> I was always yeah. looking for that shit in Monterey. <laughs> so with that statement that came out, what were, was it like, a, it became like a very political thing, like the conservatives or something said something, like they said the boycott Coca-Cola, is that? Well, what? yeah, it was sort of like, um, like I said, uh, I don't have a lot of, uh, if, like I said, if I have a black or Latinx or Asian or whatever conservative or Republican friend, they're not actually so much that they just might vote that way sometimes. So with that being established, though, um, a lot of my my white friends were outraged by this. And they said, oh, Coca-Cola suggested, well, the Republican ones anyways, uh, <laughs> at least that's what I've noticed anyways, too. Uh, I'll be fair. There might be some Democrats out there that are outraged, too. But uh, a lot of my white uh, Republican friends are just like, oh, can you believe that they suggested this? Let's boycott it or whatever. And now, yeah, that's just been a huge thing now. So uh, the con- as best as I can tell, conservative groups are the only ones that, that are pushing this. So, oh, okay. That goes like back uh, BLM, for example, they haven't said shit about it, but <laughs> maybe they should because they, they should be like, well, you know, BLM, Black Lives Do Matter, but we can't support Coca-Cola's stance on, you know, suggesting that their uh, employees uh, be less white, but... Yeah, they they might want. To, I, I don't know if they would chime in on that topic. No, but, they're they're you know, not going to. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they, I understand they're trying to fight for equality and everything, and that's why I, they should. But they're not. Oh, going yeah, to. yeah, that definitely. Like, no, I mean, that's not cool to say either. Like, that's kind of counter counterproductive to what they're trying to do. But, <laughs> uh, the whole. Well, that's why. I, that's why I I understand it too, though, because even though they should be like, you know, equality applies to everybody. Until they feel like they've achieved their own equality, I understand just looking out for their 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 own. Uh, so I I I I completely yeah understand yeah, that. Got like <laughs> like the, sh- the other cases that they're you know paying attention to very closely right now, so they're probably preoccupied with that. But oh, the, certainly, certainly, yeah. That cancel culture stuff is unbelievable. Like as soon as somebody <laughs> says something wrong and they represent whatever company, then boycott them or cancel or you know whatever it is. I'm like, we need to stop jumping to those you know, immediate reactions of canceling a company because some representative said something off the, off the cuff, you know, something <laughs> stupid. So. Yeah. I hope you get on the cancel culture uh, episode with me. <laughs> I think you did mention that, right? And yeah. That's coming down the road. I hope so. And maybe I, I know I might be uh, preoccupied when I get, go back to my family and everything. So I'll try to definitely, jump in or no, just every so often because i i completely i get it but i mean you know every couple of weeks be like hey uh i need an hour or two to to chat with my buddy real quick and yeah because yeah, <laughs> uh i i've already explained to the listeners you're coming back for that uh wrestling episode and we're definitely going to do uh the bad movies episode so <laughs> yeah definitely. and then I, mean, I gotta get spun back up on wrestling honestly i, I don't know <laughs> I think what we're talking more historic type matches, right? Later. Oh yeah, we're certainly gonna because I unless you saw something like in you know uh, uh, like the past day or because WrestleMania was around, but like you said, you weren't even on that. But okay. I don't know. I I I can't imagine that like something even the past year or two has impressed you so much where it's like your all time stuff. So you know we're gonna just talk uh our favorite wrestlers and matches and types of matches and pay per views and. But it's all going to be stuff from, like I said, years ago. It's not going to be anything current, I can't imagine. So, although Paul might surprise me and be like, oh, Roman Reigns is my favorite. <laughs> so, yeah. 
We'll see. Yeah, when, the, when the episode comes up, I'll, I'll try to chime in and get some good for you. <laughs> but yeah, so you, you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Lethal will still be coming back, but he's got to spend time with his family. And I totally understand that because he's been away from them for a while, you know, doing his doing his stuff for the country. So I understand that. But uh, OK, I think we've covered Coke enough. I think it's time to move on to topic five. Georgia voter laws. Now, I'll uh, I'll provide a little outline for that. This is how I feel like it. Um, they, you know, Governor Kemp swears on like his life basically like this is supposed to expand voting laws. Uh, I'm gonna go over it and then we'll you know we'll see if you're telling the truth. So uh, here we go with that. Um, I feel like well I shouldn't even say I'm not gonna say feels because I read this and then you could say oh well you know it feels a certain way from reading that because I'm actually reading what the law is. I shouldn't say feel like this is the law. So it shrinks the window to request mail-in ballots. So you could have requested it 180 days in advance from, um, you know, the, the vote. And now it's 78 days. So that's like cut in half basically. Well, even less because 90 would be half of 180, but, and then it, um, it's it, it sends it now 29 days out instead of the 49 days out that it used to be. That doesn't sound like expansion to me. That sounds like decreases, but we'll, we'll continue. Now, um, mail-in ballots are only going to go out to those who request them. And I'm actually, oh, I'm okay with this one a little bit. And because um, I feel like you shouldn't get a mail-in ballot unless you do request it. It shouldn't be forced upon you. But um, that other law, no, I don't like how they decrease the times because there's there's there was no reason to do that. It's just to be dicks, basically. But um, new ID requirements, which um, before it was a signature match, which I thought was adequate. Um, I guess you can make the argument that it's not OK. I'm OK with that. Like I said, I thought signature match was fine enough, though. So let's continue. Um, this one bothers me. There's a limit on early drop boxes. So before they used to be, you know, more spread out and now they're more centralized. And that's, I take issue with that. I think they're, I think, you know, the amount of drop boxes they had before was uh, a proper amount. But um, there's also going to be something counter to that. That's the one expansion. So now state lawmakers have more power over elections which is kind of a direct response, I feel like, on uh, Governor Kemp's behalf to what Trump tried to do with um, the, the Georgia Secretary of State, I believe it was, where he tried to influence the vote by saying, you know, find me these votes or whatever, with an election official, you know, being able to be more meddlesome, that could happen. But uh, that also would still be, you know, highly legal and you know, that would dis disintegrate basically the integrity of an election. So, you know, it's still going to have to dep depend upon the vigil to do the right thing, basically. And then the last thing, this is sort of, um, it's just kind of mean and evil and like, like I said, like just mean spirited or whatever. But um, I, it doesn't really uh, destroy the vote per se. Uh, like really in it. It's just like there's a ban now on uh, handing out food and water at elections. Like you can't do within a certain amount of feet. And because of that, like people would have to get out of line or whatever. But um, like I said, that doesn't really, that's, that's, that's I'd say that that's at the bottom of the list. And it is, and as a matter of fact, because that's the last thing I, 
I, I kind of um, brought up. But now there's two things that do expand it, though. There's a, a minimum number of drop boxes that are now guaranteed. So in, you know, in counties where there weren't enough, there'll be more now. But like I said, that's still because you like he had the counties where there were a lot of them. And they're like, well, now we're going to get rid of a lot of them. And they're going to be in like centralized locations, like quote air quotes, basically. So it's like that could be like anything and that could be any amount of number. But this is this is expansive in the fact that if there's like probably rural counties have a lot less. So in like a rural county, this will be this will be a good thing because there'll be, you know, more boxes available to those people that could live very far away from, you know, the, the one or two drop boxes they might have available to them. And then the other thing is they're, they're going to give resources to um, counties where the the bigger counties, because they want they just want to have more people available to kind of organize like the, the polling and whatnot, like, you know, try to try to get them through and, you know, adjust wait times and stuff like that. Because there was, I mean, there's several hours at some of these places because there was it was like heavily un understaffed or, you know, there wasn't enough equipment or whatever. So they're going to try to ex expand that, which that, that, you know, that is an expansive measure. But, you know, two things versus what, what was it? I, I mentioned six things that feel restrictive like this. This I in my opinion, I'll be opinionated in this. And six versus two doesn't really seem like you're expanding the vote. So what say you, Lethal? I, I think I agree, man. They, they sound like it's being very, you know, restricting voters or yeah, when you reduce that size of like the window, the time frames to do all this stuff, I think it's very difficult um, to vote from, you know, from home or something like that. Hey, you know, I, I'm maybe a person that I can't get out as often as somebody maybe in the city. You don't have that access. You have a shorter amount of time to kind of send in your mail-in vote. Um, it, it sounds very restrictive. I'm totally against that, right? Uh, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. And then you, you, all right, not only are you reducing the amount of time that you have to send in your vote, you got to do this whole state ID thing. Uh, what if it gets disqualified because it's like, oh, well, you, you had a, it, I don't know, you had a driver's license that's out of date or something, or some, <laughs> you had like some, I don't know, your, your Sam's Club card or something. No, that doesn't, <laughs> you know, stupid. Well, it, they, they said they, uh, in the article I read that was outlining, you know, the changes, it said that, um, They'll take other forms of ID. I still think that's um. I was signature match not enough. I, like, yeah. Why are people so like fucking hell bent on it's like you you need an ID or whatever? Yeah, I'm all about like yeah, maintaining the integrity of the election and you know the whole voting process. Uh, but you know the availability too. I think when they increase that, I was like, all right, that's cool. But to kind of restrict people because I think what they it sounds like voter suppression to me. Like okay, we're trying to weed out a certain you know, individuals because of probably the way the election went. Um, but I think that that's not the right thing to do. I think you need to make it more, you got to expand it more. You got to make it more available to people to do it the right way and, and to still maintain that integrity. Cause I don't want voter fraud at, at any state level or, you know, federally. So yeah, exactly. At any level, I don't want voter fraud, but, but they're the, you know, the claims of people, the well, fraud is rampant or whatever, not really like they do these studies and it's really not as, uh, you know, as rampant as they think. It's very minuscule, actually, to be honest. But um, the the, the mail-in thing is like the only thing I'm really OK with, because I don't think that should be, you know, forced upon anybody. It should only be by request that you receive a mail-in ballot. I don't think they should just, 
you know, here's a mail-in ballot for everybody. Right. But uh, so I think that's a, that's a good law. But besides that, I feel it's like it's really really restrictive, and uh, that is that is the problem though because it's like what if you don't you don't have um ID or a driver's license or something like that, and then um, well, I think the only acceptable other form was uh, social security card. What if you can't find that thing? Right. And I don't want that floating around out there. Yeah, though. I don't exactly. I I keep mine under a lock and key, but I. You know, that's just me. But I mean, a lot of other people, they probably just tuck it away somewhere in their house. And they they because exactly you don't want to you don't want to lose that thing. That's a that's a big deal to fucking lose that card. So and the it's like, once somebody gets that number in your name, you're fucked. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. I, yeah, I know how difficult it is for me to, to vote. So being a military member and then uh, being I'm actually a Florida resident. So to do my ballot and all that stuff, it, it's a pain in the ass. Uh, and it never goes the way like I got certain timelines I got to meet. So when you close that window up, you're like, oh, well, we're not going to ship it out before this day. Uh, so then that means I have to make sure I as soon as I get it, I got to fill it out immediately make sure I put all the right information, make sure it's correct and then ship it out before whatever deadline. But if it doesn't get there in time or something, so my vote doesn't count now. So, it's you know, I, I kind of feel like, all right, well, that's not right. Um, I'm, not, I'm not trying to cheat the system because I could see people. Like we like we talked about with the fraud, they could definitely cheat the system. But but, if you but the thing is, the fraud's not even as rampant as these people claim. Well, we need these countermeasures because the fraud's so rampant. That's not true. They do these studies on these things, and it's not as rampant as some people claim. Right, and if it was, I think that maybe you probably would have saw more cases. One when I think those those claims were made. Oh yeah, certainly. Like uh, Trump had, I think, sixty cases uh, for his election. And if fraud was as rampant as they claim to be, then he would have won some of them. But they 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 threw it out at the hearing level because they're like, no, there's no merit to this case. We're not going to hear it. I would, so, uh, yeah, I would assume for the amount of claims and the, the motions that he did file, especially with his legal team, I would assume that they're pretty good at their jobs. That they, If there was actual evidence there, that they would have probably won. Some. Yeah, I don't think he was over, but I think, like, uh, he, like I said, he, I think it was 60 cases and there was like only two where they even decided to try it. So that's two out of 60, one out of 30. That's not, that's not good numbers right there. It wasn't as much, but I, I understand why they like people say older people that want to vote, but they did not so mobile. Yeah. You want those individuals to be able to vote from home. Oh, certainly. Yeah. 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 That's don't, say, don't, don't force the mail-in ballot, make it a thing, which they're not getting rid of the mail-in ballot. But I, I do like that law where it wasn't forced on everybody. Like, I think you you need to take some initiative and say, hey, give me a mail-in ballot. But changing the amount of time, like, that's where it's fucked up. It would be nice. I I would love to see this stuff, like, put online. Like, I know people would be like, well, you can't do our voting system online. But it's like, are you guys cool with doing online banking? Which is more important to me than, (laughs) than any, you know. Yeah, those, those, exactly. Those same people that complain, uh, you know, oh, you can't do it online. They, they're the guys that are fucking looking at their bank balance every hour on their fucking app on their smartphone. So you are correct. <laughs> I can do my business. I can do all my finances online, but I can't, you know, submit a vote. And it just, I would assume you would have maybe better control at um, the integrity of this, depending on, you know, however they implement it. But uh, that'd be kind of cool to see. I, I, I like going in, in person and being part of that whole voting process. I think that's kind of cool. But at the same time, uh, it'd be a lot easier for me as a military member just because I got to vote for Florida. Um, 
yeah, to do it online, it'd be a lot easier for me than mailing it in. Because it actually happened this last time. I had so many issues when I sent my stuff before I came out here. Because uh, I was actually in Colorado at the time. I, they, they, didn't, they didn't receive my stuff. They Like all the information, I, I did it well ahead of time. I sent it out. And then when I called when I was here, they're like, what are you talking about? Like, we don't have any information for you. I'm like, <laughs> they lost your shit. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm like, it could have been anything with the mail. But, um, you know, it's a flawed system where... Is the information system a little bit better to to do that? I I would hope so. It's 2021 now, right? So now here's the thing, though. You you did mention, you know, just how much of you know being a service member, it's a pain in the ass to vote. The army is no different, but we had a a, a liaison for for voting. It was usually like a, a first or second LT. Do they have that same sort of uh, liaison in yeah, in, in your wait, branch wait, wait. or? Yeah, yeah, we do. I think probably every branch does, because um, I think it's like a federally enforced across the entire DOD. But yeah, I've worked with that person before uh, to get the information. But they, you know, they point you to the online services to make sure that you get a ballot sent to your house. And they, they give you all the information you need. But going through the process, sometimes it's a little bit murkier than people think. It's not, hey, this person's going to hook you up. This is how you're going to vote. And it's going to be super easy. You start going through the process and it's like, it, you know, you go through the mail process, you send your shit in, you think you're good to go and you never hear anything back. Like, so what, there's nothing the voting rep could do at that point, you know? Imagine, so, uh, imagine how, how fucking tits of a job that is where you're just like, I'm a lieutenant and all I, all I care about is making sure that everybody votes. <laughs> it's very important, you know, because a lot of the military members might, you know, like, hey, I'm too busy. I ain't got time to fucking vote for my home state or whatever. <laughs> I, I, I like to do, you know, I, I loved actually getting the information and being part of the process. I just found it was very difficult for me when I was like in Montana. Or No, because I, 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 I do understand what you're going through too, though, because uh, I was an absentee ballot guy myself for, uh, well, I don't know, six years. So I, I understand that. And I, I really only voted in like one, uh, like one of the elections, like the presidential one. And um, like I said, though, the, ar- the army was very helpful, but uh, yeah, it's a li- just a little bit harder because you can't it's, it's it's way easier to just go in person and vote. It, there's there's no way uh, around it. Like it's just a, it's a little bit more challenging with the absentee ballot because you got to get the information and then they, you know, they hook you up. But like I said, it's not as easy as just showing up somewhere and being like, hey, I'm here to vote and then vote and then leave. So <laughs> that's kind of why I, I feel like it, it is kind of like voter suppression because you're making it more difficult for somebody to just do something that's really simple. And you're like, at some point, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, th- these are the laws. There's so freaking so many hurdles. I'm just not going to vote this year. You know, or something well, like that. People are like that. And that's I think that's exactly what they're trying to do by changing these laws. And it, it's it's wrong. It shouldn't be shouldn't be done. Governor Kemp uh, would disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. But uh, you, you want to make it more easy while yeah, more easy, I guess, or easier would probably be the right word to use um, for your, your people to vote, but still maintain the integrity and of your of your uh, system. I, I think it's possible. I just don't think that what they changed like was beneficial to Georgia at all. Now, I'm not from Georgia. I don't think I'll... Sure. Certainly not. Yeah. From the, the, like the two things I found that they expanded versus what they did change. No, they definitely, they definitely are trying to suppress votes. Yeah. So, so so them arguing and then, Oh, the, what about ism I'm a big fan of too. Cause 
this happened and a lot of people, oh, what about this state that does this or that or the other? Okay, maybe they're fucked up, but why does Georgia have to fuck their shit up? Yeah, it, I, so, I, like I, this whataboutism's bullshit because it's like, don't say, oh, well, this other person does it or whatever. What about them? No, it's like, no, get your shit straight. Because maybe if they're fucked up, why? You d- don't say, well, they're fucked up so I can be fucked up too. That's such a stupid argument. Yeah. <laughs> Georgia, obviously, if Georgia's very upset, if the people are upset, then you know, they'll do something about it. Or maybe somebody will. They'll go through the proper process to change that law again. But I, I saw something on the news the other day when they're comparing Georgia's voting laws with Colorado's for some reason. I'm like, they're two different states. They they have the right to, as a state, you could run your your election process, you know, I guess within the proper rules and regulations, but they could run it how they want. So I don't understand why we're comparing two different states that have two different sets of laws. Oh, well, it goes back to the what about ism. Yeah, yeah, it's like, Cause like, oh, Colorado does this so I can be fucked up. No, right. no get your shit right. And then hopefully if somebody else is wrong, they'll they'll correct themselves too. Don't right. fucking say, oh, they, they're fucked up so I can be fucked up. No, no, yeah, it's like led Georgia. Maybe as a military guy, I can't respect that because I don't, if somebody's a soup sandwich, I'm not going to be like, well, I can be a fucking soup sandwich too. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, exactly. I, I know just because somebody else is doing something wrong doesn't mean that you have the, you should just go do that too. No, it's like have, <laughs> have some sense, <laughs> you know. I've I, I seen in the military all the time because it happens. You're like, oh, that guy's doing it. So I can just like, <laughs> And you have to tell your people, you're like, I don't, I don't know what you think this is. You're not, I don't care what they're doing over there. We're taking care of our shit over here. Yes, exactly. Oh man. So, uh, so basically what has to happen is now governor Kemp has to be fired and then maybe they'll change back or actually come up with good things. I don't, I don't fucking know, but maybe it'll come to his senses. I don't know. Yeah. I doubt it. This is, this is where the way it's going to be for at least a few years though. I, mean, yeah. I can already tell you that. Well, you know, I hope happens. I, I hope these people uh, of Georgia are like, you know what? You want to change the laws or you want to make it more difficult? All right, cool. Or bye bye your rules and you're not going to see it. Maybe he was looking for a certain result and hopefully he doesn't get it. They actually abide by whatever rules and they just get to vote properly and it kind of backfires in his face. Yeah, I, I, well, I mean, if an election's important enough, you're going to, yeah, you're going to play by the rules. going to be like, okay, your rules are bullshit, but I'm so determined to fucking vote a certain way. You're fucked. I'm going to just play by your dick rules and I'll still be fucking good on the other end of it. That's what you do. And it feels good. Why don't you like, all right, you want to, you want to raise the bar? All right. And then you meet that bar or you, you go over it and you kind of, you know, smile a little bit and you just walk <laughs> up, go, go about your day. So hopefully it doesn't affect them too much, but you know, I just kind of worry about the other individuals that they're, they're not capable of getting out of their house or something like that as often. And whatever area and well yeah we will i mean we will see the result of this too though because on the surface it it looks restrictive we'll we'll still have to test the waters though Mm -hmm. so yeah we'll we'll see what what comes of this absolutely okay moving on to our last topic now in response because this is related that's why i kind of did these two together in response to uh the change in the voting laws uh, Tony Clark, a former player, but he's now in charge of the MLB PA. He, uh, he said, you know what? I think uh, in response to this, we're going we're gonna to move uh, the All-Star game because the All-Star game was supposed to be played in Atlanta this year. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of minorities, and this, the, these laws are supposed to be aimed at them. 
there's a lot of minorities in the MLBPA. So they, they feel like, okay, this was directed to them. This is going to be the response now. So um, because of that, MLB All-Star Game is pulling out of Georgia. And then, yeah, you know, the NFL spoke on it briefly, but the NFL doesn't have any Super Bowls and drafts uh, going there anytime soon. So uh, what do you feel about pulling? Was, it this, was this a good move, a correct move, wrong? What do you, what do you think on this? I, I get what he's trying to do. I like just uh, to be with oh, the um, uh, Sorry mm-hmm. to cut you off, but it, it is official, by the way. Like, All Star Game now is in Colorado. Like, this isn't going to move back to Atlanta or anything. It, no, it is on its way to Colorado. I see what he, but like, yeah, uh, absolutely. So that's good to know. Um, but also, I, I see what he's trying to do. Like, all right, well, um, just because Georgia, you know, they changed these laws. Uh, well, this is what we're going to do. Uh, I'm like, well, you're hurting the city too of Atlanta, which I, I think is unfair to the people because, you know, it brings in money to revenue. Um, yeah, certainly, today. certainly. You know, that, that's like the stuff that you got to kind of think about. I understand. It's like, yeah, you're trying to stand up for somebody, but are you doing more damage now by moving that game somewhere else? Um, it just to stick it to a few people that changed some laws. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're not even, you're, you're not punishing Governor Kemp in any shape right. or, or manner. You, you are genuinely actually just hurting these businesses that they look forward to this because it's like, oh, we're going to make so much money and be in the black. And now it's just like you completely fucked these businesses. Like, so you're making these businesses suffer, like uh, all the bars and restaurants and hotels that would have made a killing off of this. You just fucked them so hard. Now, I know one one city that won't complain at all, which is Denver. They're fucking loving that this happened. But <laughs> yeah, you just you're not punishing Governor Kemp or his fucking like his evil uh, behavior. Like you're you're just really you're hurting business owners at this point. Right. That's the only problem I guess I have with it. I understand. All right. You're trying to do something to prove a point and stick it to somebody. But. I feel bad for that area because it's oh, a beautiful certainly. area. I've been to that stadium actually out there when I was TDY out there. Um, and yeah, I see the impact, like the hotels that are like full, the, the restaurants, they have a beautiful area right outside that you could just enjoy. Um, great diners, great, um, I guess like club slash restaurants. Uh, and it's awesome to see it full, but you know, at a time like this where we're talking about pandemics and all that businesses are probably hurting to have that come in and, you know, or now have it removed, I guess it, it hurts businesses even more that we're probably banking on that to maybe stay afloat. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what I, that's why I even said. It's just like, there's probably some businesses that are in the red right now and they really could have used this, this boost and then, you know, MLB fucked them. And yeah. I, I understand, I understand why. Yeah. I, I get do. it. It's like this guy's being a dick and we have a lot of players that kind of fit the bill about why this guy's being a dick. So we're going to pull the fucking game. But you, they didn't think like, cause they, they, they're only thinking about themselves almost. It feels very selfish in the manner in which they handled this. Cause it's exactly like you said, there's probably some businesses that got fucked during the pandemic or even before that, that were struggling. And even though they're good and they do all the right things, they're still like in the red and they're like, okay, we're going to be in the black now after this. And now they have nothing to bank on. And now they might be out of business after the, this game or before. So yeah, like, yeah. like I said, this just, this screws, this doesn't screw the guy that, you know, made the laws. It, it screws the business owners and it, it even screws the fans. Cause the, 
The fans had nothing to do with that either. They, because I granted on an All Star game, you're going to get a lot of outside visitors, but I think the majority of the people that are going to be there are Atlanta Braves fans because all they have to do is be able to afford the ticket. They don't got to, you know, pay for a trip on top of it. So you got to figure there's going to be a ton of Braves fans there. And now they're, they're cheated out of a good time too, just because their governor's a dick. So this was such like a, a jerk move kind of on MLB's part. And I yeah. get, I get where their heart was, but they weren't thinking. And that's why they fucked up because they yeah. weren't thinking. Do they do this like moving forward every single time they disagree with, you know, a, a state law that got changed or something. Is that, that yeah, that's going to this is a bad precedent, too. Like you just you, that's a perfect point you brought up. This yeah. is a bad precedent because now every time a little thing happens, they're going to break somebody's fucking heart. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, I don't agree with, it, with what this governor said or did. Now we're going to move it from Denver or, or we're going to move it from Boston to you know some other state or, you know, whatever ballpark. I'm like, why? Like, wh- why are we stay stay in your lane, MLB? Right, you know, <laughs> play baseball, get it set up, do what you know, do what you do, entertain people, and stay out the whole po- politics stuff. I think that's probably the best approach. Um, I mean, you could be aware of it and you could actively advocate uh, outside of maybe the game a little bit. You know, you got funds, you got you could organize pretty well. But as far as the game itself, just let that play out. You know, do your thing, stay in your lane. You you know what they could have. They still could have um, spoke out against this. Like um, MLBPA could have been like, oh, you know, that's a pretty shitty thing Georgia did. But that would have been the end of it, too, though. Not, oh, we're going to put an all-star game to fuck these people. Like, no, no. Like, if if you want to be like, oh, well, you know, we got a lot of players that, you know, would if they were in Atlanta, they'd be affected by this or whatever. I guess that's even the worst part is it's just one team. It doesn't. This doesn't apply. How many of the, the, the you you think everybody in the MLBPA is a like a land of well, like a Georgia voter, uh, so to speak? Like no. So it's just like this doesn't even affect all your players. It does. It 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 would if they were all Georgia voters, but they're not. So this is such a this is one thirty one. Yeah, because I think it's thirty teams. This is one thirtieth of your your you know your your players or whatever that that you represent. So. I, I don't even really like I don't have a problem because this is, you know, this is this is America. Say whatever you want. So if the yeah. MLBPA comes out and is like this, that and the other, I'm OK with that. But, you know, it's like we both agree on. They just shouldn't have fucking pulled this game out yeah. of there. <laughs> Future platform, but doing it in a different way. I, I don't like the fact that they moved it. Uh, you could use, you know, your platform to deliver that message um, and, and maybe help out i don't know what you would do but i i just don't see how it really helps the mlb you know by no, no 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 i did it, it doesn't. I, I think worst thing i the thing i actually really upset about is the fact that they they're hurting atlanta the people of atlanta uh in that area the most and they just didn't think about that it seems like a real knee-jerk reaction to a to a political type issue or a social issue um so I, I just think it's a bad move from them. And are they going to do it all the time now? Are, are other people going to follow suit? The NFL, NHL, you know, MLS. Uh, well, well we don't have to worry about the NHL. They already failed twice in Atlanta, so they're they're done with that place. I, I, well, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But like any city, <laughs> like are we going to any? No, also, no, it's it's you know? yeah, it's true what you said though. Exactly. Uh, 
are you know is it is this going to be how he, things are handled from now on i hope to god not i hope this is the only mistake uh, made going forward because right. i don't like i said i don't mind them having a, an official stance on it but don't hurt these these, these business owners and these fans they don't deserve it because right. they might not you know you you'd, you'd have to go to everyone individually and find out if they support the the laws as well and first of all you can't do that that's just kind of a, a an asinine thing to suggest and then second of all, you know that not all of them is going to be 100% in favor or against. So right. this is this is just a disaster. The, no matter how you slice it up, it's a disaster. Yeah, I, I they'll pay for it. Uh, I mean, you said it was going to be in Denver now? Is that what you said? Yeah, they, they moved it to Denver, moved, uh, Colorado right. Rockies. Which is kind of nice because, you know, I'll, I'll be out there. <laughs> yeah, it might work out for me uh, yeah, but. No, well that's what I was it's gonna work out for you and it's gonna work out for uh everybody in denver but it's it's gonna hurt the atlanta people it's another beautiful city denver beautiful city and all oh i, lo- I love denver atlanta spent, was beautiful as well so i spent uh many many a day out in lodo um yeah. i never visited atlanta though i uh i drove right past it i've, I've oh. been to savannah uh but yeah i didn't get out to atlanta beautiful yeah another beautiful city i had a little bit of time in the city it was more um i think i was north like that's where my training was it was in marietta uh so that okay go down to atlanta you know just like let's get some food before i fly out of here or i had like a half a day to you know check out the city so it was kind of cool um so i i would have loved the all-star game out there but i'm kind of glad it's closer to me now but (laughs) i don't the mlb for doing what they did And, and i think a lot of players or former players were <laughs> your stance. Should, your stance should have been uh, like uh, you know I'm bad mouthing or whatever. You're like no, no, this is great because I get to go it, see it now. <laughs> yeah, I guess great, yeah. this, is, this is a silver lining, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what this is a silver lining more because, like you said, it's shitty that this happened to Atlanta. But yeah, now if you want to go watch the game live, you can go do it. <laughs> and I never, I haven't been into that state. I've been down that Denver area with a what the field is, but I never actually been in. So this I've, might be- I've been the course field, I think two or three times. Okay. All right. It was a nice. Oh yeah. It's a, it's amazing. Um, it's just like, I, you know, it's modern. So it's nice. It's one of the, the nice modern parks. I think they built it in uh, 94 or something like that. And yeah, it's uh yeah, it's a really nice. And, but that whole area is that's like, uh, they call it low dough. It's like lower downtown or whatever. Like the whole, the whole area is awesome. So, um, yeah, you should, I don't know. Tickets to an all-star game are pretty expensive though, but if you can swing it, fucking go for it. So <laughs> you, when, you know, when will you get that opportunity again? So yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> this just happens all the time in Denver. It's like the, always the alternate location. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe, maybe it's the designated alternate. So next time somebody fucks up with voting laws, they'll move it there again. Name <laughs> on the MLB, but Hey, you know what, it, you know what it is? It's probably, uh, they probably have like these two, cities that bid for it and then it just goes to the second bidder because they'll be like okay atlanta and chicago i mean uh colorado bidded for it atlanta wins or whatever and then they'll be like well atlanta fucked up so now you get it i think that's i think that's how that works Um, yeah i I would imagine that's how it works anyways i know that um they don't they don't do they have to like alternate if it's in, in um you know a national league city or an american league city 
So okay. there, that eliminates a bunch of teams already, though, from it being uh, the backup location or whatever. That much I know. Because one year has to be AL, next year NL, and, you know, they keep on springing back and forth between that. Makes sense. But, yeah. but the way that baseball is going, you, AL and L, NL probably aren't going to matter in the future because they're both going to have a DH. So it's going to be like, okay, what's, what's the problem then? Why even have, have these two separate pennants? I kind of like um, – I liked baseball before the whole interleague thing. And I think uh, they've always done interleague wrong. Like I think interleague, it should have been um, the, you play by the visiting city rules. That way you can see, you know, how the visitor does baseball. But like I said, they, they, they fucked up in the beginning, but it's whatever. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So we'll, we'll see what they do. I hope the, yeah, I like the whole DH thing, but it is kind of interesting watching, you know, like the pitches. Try to bat it. It's no, I hate that awful. shit, man. I it's hate awful. it. <laughs> Sometimes it's just comical, man. Because it's just, it's almost very likely that the pitcher sucks at, at batting. And I, uh, I, I appreciate because guys like David Ortiz or whatever, I appreciate the DH. Even Jim Rice and uh, Yaz at the end of their careers. That's why, that's why I appreciate something like a DH because it extended careers of some guys. Because it was like, oh, my knees are fucked up. I'll, you know, I'll be a DH. Barry Bonds really could have used that, but you know, even as much as I like the Giants, I do, I don't like Barry Bonds because he he is a fucking cheater. There's there's no other way around that. But so, uh, in my opinion, Hank Aaron is still the uh, home run champ. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 not my opinion. Fact. That's fact. Right. Matter of fact, home run champ. <laughs> okay. We are at the remember four things portion of our show, but it is only going to be three things because uh, I didn't really see a quote. Like I try to make these quotes really relevant to the topic. This was current events. So I think anytime I have a current events episode, I'm going to omit a quote. So there's no quote today, but we are going to do shout outs. So um, my shout outs are again are just uh, to the special guests because I love having you guys on lethal. I'm glad you came on tonight. I'm glad that you you already said you're going to do future episodes. So, uh, yeah, just shout out to the special guests again, the ones, the one I had today and the ones I'll be having in the future. Hey, man, I appreciate you having me. So I definitely shout out, obviously, the host, um, my family, of course. I can't wait to see them in a couple of weeks. Uh, but, yeah, I just I appreciate you having me on and getting to talk a little bit about current events and what's going on and maybe get a different, different side of things. So uh, I look forward to the future chats the, and hopefully some other individuals coming on and giving their point of view and maybe you could bicker back and forth. So um, yeah. Thanks man. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Like, like I said, not a problem. And uh, yeah, whether it's acrimony or agreement, I, I do love uh, the different sides of things. I do, I do love to get different people's opinions. Hopefully, uh, you know, social media will be flooded with, with this one, but I still got to keep on growing that audience till, you know, I feel like that, that will happen, but, <laughs> but yeah, not a problem, man. Thanks for coming on, man. And like I said, we'll, we'll get you on future episodes for sure. Absolutely. Cause, Cause there's movies and there's wrestling. Uh, maybe you want to get in the video games one. Cause that's another topic of it came up with. The, on, the only one where I'm going to speak solo for sure is when I uh, I talk about how uh, this is a funny topic. I don't know why I came up with this, but when a sitcom or any television show just decides to casually write a family member out, out of it 
And um, <laughs> examples of that are uh, Family Matters because there were three Winslow kids, and then there was down to two. And uh, uh, the, um, which call it? Uh, oh, damn it, Happy Days, where there was a Chuck Cunningham, and then all of a sudden there wasn't. <laughs> so yeah. I'm gonna talk. Uh, I'm gonna find a bunch of shows that you know have that going on and talk about that because I just I find that a very funny concept and kind of evil, but. I, I guess I like dark humor in in this case. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna do an episode on that. But like I said, yeah, Lee, if you the more episodes you want to do, the better. And I'm always gonna try to get special guests because from day motherfucking one, I said I want special guests. So the slew that I got lined up now, it's like five of the next six episodes, I think, or whatever. Like that's you know that's uh, that makes me happy. That's that's what I like. That's why I do this. So. Cool. So good to have you on. We'll have you again in the future. And uh, I guess you'll be signing off because, like you said, you, this is the part you just like to listen to. So, oh, wait, um, any charities you want to plug? Or Oh, you know, I didn't think of any from the last time. I think you asked me that and I didn't <laughs> do my research. So you kind of caught me off guard. You're um, not a very phil- philanthropic fellow, are you? Apparently not. not. Like, I, 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 so every year we definitely do it uh, for. Like the, I think it's the Air Force, um, like fun. Well, that that's what like the that's actual. That's not a very uh. That's not a, that no. that name doesn't blow my balls away. I'm not no, saying it it's not a it thing, but it doesn't. It doesn't really tickle me in a, a nice way. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's very no, plain Jane, man. I'm an idiot, man. I, I forget. It's, it's the it's it, that's not what it's called. It's called the uh, combined federal campaign. You so, you say you're an idiot, but your GT yeah. score is probably like 150. So no, I, I just I totally <laughs> forgot what it was called. I like I spaced real quick, man. It was <laughs> so it's the combined federal campaign. I think that's like the time of year where they give you like you know this big large book, and these are all the places that you could donate to, um, and you kind of check it out which one kind of appeals to you. But I can't think of any off the top of my head right now. I'll try to get a good one that you know something I really you know believe in, which there's probably a, a ton of them, and I'll just have to narrowed down to one good one to mention next time this guy he probably scored a 101 on his asvab somehow no, but he doesn't bad. have the charities in mind <laughs> yeah i know right yeah i know that's sad that's, that's bad on me that's but two points good. better than you can do because i think 99 is, is as good as you can score on an asvab this guy is gets it? a 101 but no no i didn't, <laughs> I didn't score high at all man I, I honestly i was like i don't even know what the heck i'm taking right now i was just i jumped right into it didn't prep or anything but i, I uh I don't know if I told the ASVAB uh, story on this. I feel like I did. I'll tell it again real briefly. Okay. I uh, I took the practice one. I get an 81. I'm like, that's okay. You know, hopefully I do better on uh, the real one. I get my test result back in, in 77. So I'm like, oh, man, I fucked up. I did, I did even worse in the practice or whatever. And then I got all these recruiters, like, coming out of the woodwork being like, oh, man, that's great score. Good job. Blah, blah. I'm like, nah, that's a, that's a C-plus, motherfucker. Like, what are you thinking? And then I learned, you know, it's not that score doesn't really matter, though. It's what you get on your GT and your ST and shit like that. And I did well enough to get any job offered to me. But at the time, man, I was fucking bumming because I was like, oh, man, I, I did even worse in the practice. I'm such a loser. This, that, and the other. But, you know, yeah. they they clarified. I thought it was funny. Congratulations. But they they clarified it to me. So right. uh, I ended up doing good. But um, here. Here's a suggestion besides that that camp the, the the contribution book or whatever. Uh think back to your Shaw's days. And you oh, could pull man. a charity from there, couldn't you? 
Yeah, probably could. Um, should I can't. I can't remember. <laughs> you can't remember no, that. So long ago, man. Uh, okay, I remember it, and I'm gonna give you a hint now. I remember two of them actually. Oh, One we sold shamrocks. Do you remember what that was? No, I remember selling those things though. I I remember <laughs> like all the different you know times we would be you know doing fundraising or whatever donating to charity. I can't remember what the costs were though. That's how bad my memory is from my Shaw's days. Muscular Dystrophy Association was the yeah, shamrocks. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. NBA. Okay. Now, yeah. Uh, stars. Do you remember what the stars were for? No, I don't remember what those were for. Oh, you're a terrible human being. I know. Dude. I remember some Special hey. Olympics. Okay, the Special Olympics. Yeah, absolutely. Didn't you yeah. come to the special dinner that we had at the, the Chinese restaurant after that? Maybe. I might have. I sold like one trillion stars. So they're like, you get to go to dinner on like behalf of the, the Special Olympics. So we went to the, the China buffet or whatever next to um, Shaw's. And yeah, we had we had lunch with Donna. Do you remember Donna? Yeah, I remember Donna. Uh, yeah, Donna I, took us out to lunch there. That's awesome. And, and it was like me and Derek and uh, probably some hotties because, you, you know, there was a lot of hot chicks that worked in the front end. And then, uh, but you weren't part of that? You didn't sell enough? I don't, you know, I, I probably didn't sell it. I don't recall going to that. But I mean, I remember oh. like those times we would sell, you know, after checking people out, right? Like, hey, you want to donate to I remember. I, I got some before we go. I got one more funny story of Shaw's, real quick. All right. Do you remember when we had to? We there was like a special deal or whatever, and we had like the the product on hand, and we had to ask somebody. We'd be like, "Oh, we're selling such and such for this price. You want to buy it?" And if we didn't ask, they get it for free. Do you remember that shit? Oh, I think. Yeah, I think I. Yeah, I remember like having to, hey, if you don't say this, you know, they get this for free or whatever. Or, and you know, yeah, you, this isn't even the story I want to tell you about this, but you know what was bullshit about that is one time I did ask the person and they said I didn't so they could get it for free. I was like, you are a fucked up piece of shit. And of course, if you do that enough, you're going to get called to Mark Morad's office. He's going to chew you a new asshole. So, um, so yeah, that happened. But here's, here's the funny one. This didn't even involve me. I was just, I was in the vicinity when it did occur though. Um, you remember Pat, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pat was on the register, and our special that week were MLB peanuts. So you had Yankees bags and Red Sox bags, because that's the only type of bags you're going to sell in that market is one of those right. two teams. So he 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 didn't, or I can't remember if he did or didn't ask the guy, but it got to a point where no, he did, I think. And this is why this happened, because I just I remember the end result of this. He he asked the guy, the guy says, you know, you didn't ask me. I want my peanuts or whatever. Pat insists. He's like, no, no, I, I, I asked you about these peanuts. The guy got so pissed. He's like, give me my peanuts or I'm going to beat the peanuts out of you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Pat is like, oh, I got to get a manager over for this. This is not I'm not going to get beat up over this. So you get the manager involved and, you know, they took the brunt of it or whatever. And just to defuse the situation, Pat didn't even get in trouble for that. I was like I said, if you didn't do it, you got in trouble. And eventually you get called to the office. Pat didn't even get in trouble for that. They're just like, we want this violent maniac to fucking leave the store. Here's some peanuts. <laughs> it was wild. I was like, I, out of all the things that people can get mad over, this guy was like going to be violent over a bag of fucking peanuts. Are you serious? Like, what's wrong with this guy? Some, some people are just off the rocket, man. They're just well, crazy. 
Yeah, it like it, it goes back to that that woman once where uh I was in the, the 10 items or less thing and I looked at her basket and I'm like you got more than 10 items or whatever and then she insisted. So then when she finally came face to face with me she's like I'm I'm so depressed and embarrassed and insulted that you you know called attention that I and there's like <laughs> I, lady, I didn't mean to do any of this to you. This is just an honest mistake. And then we had to get management involved. It was so ridiculous. Like, over me just being like, you're not allowed to be in this line. And I, it was an honest mistake, though. Like, I didn't. And then it was, oh, you're being, uh, management gets, uh, you're being very insensitive, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, Heather, but it looked like she had 11 items. What do you want me to do? You you want me to enforce the rules or not? I don't give a fuck at this point. <laughs> just trying to do your job, man. You know oh, Heather was a smoke, too. Do you remember her? Oh, my gosh. I remember her. Oh, Heather was a smoke. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Stevie, Stevie Raps, you remember him? Yeah, yeah. He used to say some very inappropriate things about Heather. Maybe he shouldn't have been, but I, I at least I understand. <laughs> because yeah. Okay, so I will do my charity now, as I always do. Now, hopefully everybody enjoyed those little supermarket stories we have. We have a ton of them. Maybe that'll have to be an episode one day where Lee and I just talk about all the crazy shit that happened at Shaw's over our years. All right. Are uh, you ready to sign off? And then I'll, I'll do the other two. Yeah. I'll let you, let you do your thing. I'll just be chilling over here. All right. Uh, so that's, that's, that's the end of the episode. And the two things is I always do, uh, you know, donate to the, the ALS charity, ALSA.org, ALS.org. Either way that will hook you up with the ALS association and uh, good night, Malcolm Butler, wherever you signed. Cause I still don't know. You signed with a new team. So good night wherever you signed, Malcolm Butler. <laughs>